What's up, Buttercups? It is Nate with another episode of Taco Court Fantasy Football League podcast, episode 37, I believe. This is a recording interview talk I had with my best friend, Anthony Cotton, called AJ. We recorded this for reference. We recorded this back in July of 2020. And for some reason, I just never really released it. Uh, we went on for about three and a half hours, cut about an hour or so out of it. Uh, just did not find it appropriate whatsoever. But uh, he talks a little bit about he, he's not in the league, but he knows everybody that's in the league. We're all good friends. Uh, knows the majority of the people within the league, but gives some takes on some of the people that are in the league. Some of his battles with racism with people that are in our league and within our friend group uh, gives some good Let's let's call it recommendations for the types of cinema and television he likes to watch. And then we kind of go on a little love fest about another one of our friends near the end of it. So hope you guys enjoy. Love you. Bye. Got the Hennessy on deck. Let's get it. The Hennessy. The regular Hennessy? Nah, you know, it's that BSOP. Oh. That's why you can't put the regular in a decanter. You got you to gotta have a, a good one in the decanter. I'm not that bougie to have a decanter or like, I don't know. It was a going away gift from my last squadron. Yeah. Got my initials on it, see? Oh, that's pretty dope. Yeah. Pretty dope. We're here for another episode of Taco Court Fantasy Football League podcast. Today, joined by somebody who isn't in the league, but knows a lot of people in the league. And here's about the league. I believe he's a listener. I know he's listened to a couple episodes. So uh, why don't you introduce yourself to the people? A little bit about you, your age name, you know, where you're from, family, kind of a little bit about you and what you're about. My name is Anthony Cotton. I was born and raised in Norfolk, Virginia. Joined the military when I was around 17 years old. So I've been in going on 18 years in August. Uh, did I say my age already? I'm 35. I'll be 36 in August. Uh, I got three kids and a wife. Um, I'm late today because of one of my kids was lying to me. So I had to take care of that. You know how that go? Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. All right, all right. And a little bit about our story and how we met. Our story. So so there I was. <laughs> nah, so I uh came down to Holloman Air Force Base. Uh and I came into the fourth space control squadron and I hated it immediately. I met a couple people. You were one of one of my favorites there eventually when I first met you. I wasn't too sure about you. You know, you got that resting bitch face thing going on. So yeah, I'm, not, I'm, I'm usually really good at reading people, but I couldn't read you. So I'm like, what's up with this guy? Like, does he not like me? Does he like me? Are we cool? I don't know what's up with him, but turned out to be a real, real cool guy. We became like best friends. So, I mean, I think we're best friends. I don't know how you feel about that, but. I call you my best friend for sure. I'll tell people too, like, yo, like these socks right here got from my best friend. When I'm wearing my California Bear socks. Yeah. But yeah, so that's how we met down at Holloman. And uh I think because of where we were at, it made a lot of us a lot closer than we would be at like a, a normal duty station because it wasn't nothing to do down there but hang out with each other. 
and your house was one of the one of the best chill spots there were. So uh, it's kind of weird. Like you know, I've been to Maryland for the first couple years of my military life. Went down to New Mexico for four. Then I spent five at California. But that group from New Mexico, I mean, I got there like ten years ago, right? And they left five or six years ago, and we still talk every single day like like all of us is what's crazy like I've, it's like we got a group text with like nine of us in it right yeah. and it's like we talk every single day bullshitting and stuff and you know we know that everybody in there like no matter what anybody's going through like someone's gonna be there for each other or something like that you know there's something different that i don't have at any other place i've been to like i don't talk to anybody other than that group of people really so it's yeah. kind of kind of crazy how it all kind of worked out but I also want to throw in there that Henry's racist. I, I need to be put out in public that Henry is racist. I'm not the racist one. It's definitely Henry. So uh, just so that the league and everyone who listens to the podcast knows Henry's the racist, not me. All right. <laughs> yeah, going back to what we were talking about. Yeah, so I've, like I said, I've been in 18 years. I think I've been to six different bases or something crazy like that. Well, actually, some of them were the same, but I've been... I PCS six times. I, I transferred six times. But so Holloman is the only one that I still talk to people from. Every now and then I hit up people, but like for the amount that we all talk, I don't I don't talk to anyone else that much. So it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And like even like a lot of us didn't like that area, but you know, we'll sit here and bullshit sometimes, like, man, like Kind of miss living down there. Like it was like, so yeah. simple. Fucking <laughs> Applebee's and Chili's. <laughs> Applebee's, Chili's. There's two Sonics. Like, remember I got back from the deployment. I got back from deployment. First place we went was fucking Chili's. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, bro, you just got back. Let's go to Chili's. Hell yeah. And then you had to leave Chili's at like 10 30, 11 o'clock because yeah, it was last fun. call. <laughs> yeah. You walked to Applebee's because they're open for another hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that place was crazy. So on the sports front, um, I know, let's do our story a little bit too. So one thing, um, you know, I was every now and then I look at your wedding pictures and stuff like that. And I always laugh because I was like, I felt like I was the token white guy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, so I felt like I had to make up for it by like being <laughs> stereotypical white guy. Right. Yeah. So when we go out the night, <laughs> yeah. we go out the night before you get married and it's like, we're Nobody knows what we're doing, work. right? We're just like, yo, we're gonna do it. So I'm just like, oh, I gotta make a name for myself somehow, right? Like, I just got fucking tanked. I think I drank like eight or nine beers before we left the hotel, and then parents were buying that stupid ass whatever that shit was. They were buying those bottles of shit. Yeah, it was like some type of like rose, rose wine or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, I remember Freddie grabbed like this, like I don't know. It felt like it was like a gallon and a half of Hennessy or something like that. So we're just like drinking that before we go. And then yeah, and it just turned into like this crazy shit show of night. And then I just remember like puking outside the car. I puked outside the car <laughs> and I was just tank. And it sucked because like the place we went had like a Mexican taco truck outside after, yeah. or after, right? And I was like so hungry and I could have used that so much, but I was just too intoxicated. And then the next day, of course, it's like, you know, we're sitting there in the like the little dude room or whatever at the venue and yeah. bring out the Hennessy again. I was yeah, like, we're all oh, like, oh fuck. 
Yeah, that was cool. Like, I still talk to, like, a cut, like, um, like, Gerard, right? Like, yeah. on Facebook. On Facebook, yeah. Or Instagram and stuff. We still kind of communicate. Yeah. I want to hit up, I want to hit him up one of these days because he's out here in, like, Virginia Beach area and it's only a couple hours away. Yeah, hit him up. I mean, him and I hardly ever talk anymore. I, I don't know what happened there. Just one day he stopped talking to me. Yeah. <laughs> But he's still, like, we're still friends on Facebook and stuff, but we're just not as close as we used to be. Yeah. Um, I, I honestly need to hit him up and figure out what happened, but I just haven't done it yet yeah. um, in that relationship. But, uh, but yeah, hit him up. He's he's super cool, laid back, chill dude. And yeah. um, if you hit him up, like, hey, remember me from yada, yada, yada? He's definitely going to be like, oh, hell yeah, man. Come on down. Let's hang out. Yeah, he seems pretty chill. Like, I don't know, like when I look at some of his stuff, like even on his Instagram and stuff like that, it's like he seems like a guy who doesn't really let the outside world bug him about who he is. You know, like yeah. he's very much himself and it's it's cool with him, right? Like people are going to sit there and say things about him, you know, call him corny or whatever they want to call yeah. him and shit, you know, but he's just like, that. that's me. I don't know why, you, you know, like you're obviously in some sort of pain if you have to say something negative about me. Right, yeah. that's your own problem, not mine. He doesn't let that affect him. I kind of admire that too. So, and he's he's been like that because I, I met him uh, my sophomore year in high school, mm-hmm. um, and he's always always been like that. So, like going back, um, I'm about to so I'm about to tell a story from back in the day. So, going back, uh, we all we were a tight knit group. It was me, Gerard, dude named Larry, Larry's sister Janae. Um, it was us four always. We went everywhere together. Um, me being the dumb teenager I am, I didn't realize that Janae had a crush on me. Mm-hmm. So I ended up, oh, it was Brian too. I'm sorry, Brian. I ended up fucking Brian's girlfriend. Well, it wasn't his girlfriend at the time, but you know, it's supposed to be, you ain't supposed to mess with your boy. Cause like, they were like, serious. you're not supposed to do that shit, right? Yeah. Brian's girlfriend was on the basketball team with Janae. Janae found out that I had fucked Brian's girlfriend. So that fucking, cr- like Janae was my actual best friend, but that crushed our relationship because Janae actually liked me, it, it turns out. Um, Which makes sense because of how much we hang, hung out and stuff, right? Yeah. Um, so it crushed our relationship. And then after that, Brian stopped messing with me. And the chill spot was Larry and Janae's house. So I was crushed. I couldn't go anywhere because Janae was at her house, right? And Brian was over there too because Janae and Brian were friends. So I'm just at home doing nothing, but I had the car out of the group, right? <laughs> so, got him. Uh, Gerard and Larry hit me up like, bro, stop being a bitch and come over to my house. This is Larry's house. Come over to my house. I'm like, nah, uh, Janae and Brian there, and both of them hit me. I don't want to come over there. And they're like, nah, bro, just stop being a bitch. You're our friend too. Larry's like, you can hang out in my room. You don't even have to go to their room. And Janae's room was the fun room because she had like the turntables and shit in there. And it was mad shit to do in Janae room. Larry room was boring, so we never even went in there. We ended up just chilling upstairs, and like they had like a loft area upstairs. We just ended up chilling up there. And uh, from there, it was just me, Larry, and me, Larry, and uh, Gerard, and we just rocked together super strong until I left for the military. I kept in touch with Gerard a lot, but uh, me and Larry uh, just lost touch. He's still my friend on Instagram and Facebook, but uh, we just don't talk. Yeah. All right, let's move into some sports stuff real quick. So you're a sports fan. Sometimes. 
sometimes. Um, what sports do you find to be most interesting? What do you like the most? Are you into football? If so, so do you have favorite teams or players of all time or current? As far as sports go, I'm not I'm not the guy who follows my team 100%, knows everything they're doing. Um, I don't. I enjoy. I just enjoy watching sports. It's not. I, I do have favorite teams, but you know how like you start talking about your favorite team and people are like, oh, remember back in 1960 when such. I'm like, bro, no, nah, I don't. I don't remember that shit. Sorry. Um, they're like, oh, you ain't no sports fan, you know. And I, I'm just like, all right, if you say so. So. Uh, my favorite football team is the Eagles. Um, when I was younger, uh, I'll tell a story why. Uh, when I was younger, my parents were, have, was and always will be Cowboys fans, right? Mm-hmm. And I did not want to be a Cowboys fan. I was like, fuck that. Uh, I didn't say fuck that because I was a kid. But I was like, I'm not a Cowboys fan. I was like, I'm a Redskins fan. And of course, my parents were like, you are not a Redskins fan. Try again. Because I'm from Virginia and Virginia doesn't have a team. And so I'm like, all right, well, I skipped over uh, Baltimore and I was like, all right, I'll be, I'll be an Eagles fan. So I just started always saying I was an Eagles fan and I fought, like I said, I watched them, but I never tracked stats and shit like that. But of course, when they won the Super Bowl, I'm like, I got to let everybody know that I've always been an Eagles fan, right? <laughs> the Super Bowl, it was like, nah, you ain't been no Eagles fan. I'm like, I have been, I just haven't announced it until we won the Super Bowl. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then for basketball, I've always been a Phoenix Suns fan because when I was younger, I had a Charles, a huge Charles Barkley poster, like a life-size Charles Barkley poster on my wall. And um, I don't even know where I got it from. Just one day I had it and it was on my wall. And I was like, and this is when I was like young. So I'm like, oh, I'm a Phoenix Suns fan. <laughs> I love yeah. Charles Barkley. That's cool. You watch more basketball than anything? Yeah, I watch a lot of basketball. What do you think about the Suns? Like, you think that they can be competitive? I mean, it sucks because they're in the West, too, but you think they can be competitive with the people they have? Like, Devin Booker, and didn't they draft uh, that dude, DeAndre Ayton, or something like that? Yeah, I'm not sure, but I think Devin Booker is a monster. I think one of the reasons he stands out is because the team he's on, also. So I don't know if he would do that on a team with more talent. Yeah, It's hard to say, so... I know he's going to be a monster no matter where he goes, but he might not get as many touches if he goes somewhere with like a LeBron or a KD or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I do feel they can be a kind of competitive, but they need, I think, one or two more pieces in order to be competitive. Even with the drafts that they got, it's going to be hard. I think he came out the other day saying that he could beat Michael Jordan. Like the player he is right now is better than Michael Jordan. Like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, no comment. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's, yeah, I, I think it's know. difficult for people like, like Michael Jordan was so damn good, but like, I can't see Michael Jordan playing in today and being as dominant as he was or this figure that he was. Like, I think Kevin Durant is better than Michael Jordan. In my opinion, I hear what you're saying. And I think LeBron is way better. In my opinion, I think Jordan would be better in today's NBA. You think so? Only because they can't touch them. Yeah. So, like, in today's NBA, the fouls are a lot different than they were back then, right? hmm And Jordan was known for fucking jumping over motherfuckers, dunking on them, 
with with the fire, what people holding on to, like people's grabbing, like LeBron, he jumps and dunks, and people like might touch him like a little bit, but he's like player dunking all of them. Everybody today, as soon as they get too close to the basket, nobody's touching them too much. But back then, they were pushing them out the air, pulling them out the air, like knocking them down. So I think if Jordan has as much freedom as players have today, he would probably be even more dominant than he was back then. You think he would be as good defensively? Well, no. That see, that's the <laughs> that's the reverse. Because again, back then they could like like yeah. touch you up a little bit. Like here, like you touch somebody a little bit now, they're like foul, blowing the whistle. So he would, I think he would adjust because Jordan was kind of like that Kobe mentality, right? He adjusted to what he needed to adjust to. So yeah. I think his defense would have changed a lot. I think he still would have had amazing defense, but he wouldn't have been blocking shots from behind like LeBron is doing, stuff like that. I wonder if, like, how how we, we perceive it if – because we always say, like, if Michael Jordan played today, right, like, or against this LeBron, like, if LeBron, like – Let's say like Cavalier. I mean, LeBron just keeps getting better, but like well, down three one, down one three to the to the Warriors. LeBron James, right? Which is probably mm-hmm. like his best year. Maybe one of those Heat years was. I think that the Cleveland championship is better. Oh, wait, than any wait, of the I got something, to, got something to add to that down three one thing, right? All right, because that's when fucking Draymond Green ended up getting in a bunch of trouble, and like shit kept happening. Now, I'm not taking away from them. They came back and won the series, but I think with uh, with Jer- Draymond Green still in the game, it would have been a totally different story because that's the reason the next year I think they picked up McGee. They needed a big man, a big man down low. Because once Draymond Green, not a big man, but he plays like a big man. Yeah. His arms are so long that he's up there with the big, with the big man. I think with a... Draymond Green in, I forget which whichever game he went out, in whatever game. He was suspended for game six. He was just, yeah. So I think that Draymond Green in, in game six. And then didn't KD get hurt that season too? I don't know if it was KD. I know Bogut got hurt, I believe, in the playoffs too. So they were down like both of their big men at the what time. What season was it that KD got hurt in? Oh, no, because, no, no, no. That, that season when they were down one to three was the season that they beat. No, I don't think KD was on the team yet. Um, that season they were down. No, because no, they went one the next year with KD. Yeah, I don't think he was on the team yet. I think they actually beat OKC that year. Yeah. Uh, when They, they were they down 3-1. to one. Yeah, they were down 3-1. I might be mistaken. But anyway. No, that, I think that is how it went because I think it was they, – they were down 3-1 to OKC. They came back, beat OKC, and then Cleveland beat them down 3-1. And then the next year they signed KD and was like, fuck it. And I was like, damn. Because I, I really think that like another year, like I think Oklahoma City would have been a contender the next year. Would have They might have won the championship because without KD and Golden State, I don't know if they would have been. I mean, obviously they wouldn't be that good, but I think that Oklahoma City would have ran it in the West the next year. I don't agree only because Westbrook. I don't think Westbrook is ever going to win a championship. Only... He so if you think about it, um, when the Warriors came back from three to one, it was Westbrook's fault because KD was on. Yeah, KD was killing them, and then Westbrook decided that he wanted to be part of the game too. So he started taking unnecessary shots, and he he does this all the time um, until he can learn to be number two, which I think he's kind of learning with uh, Harden. Harden, uh, but 
I've always felt with with a Westbrook on a team, um, they're not likely to win a championship because at some point the star player might not be Westbrook and he's going to start doing dumb shit and fuck it up for everybody. I would have liked to see KD go down to Houston so that they could just yeah. have that Oklahoma City trio. Yeah. Like, damn, they would have been so good. Like, And it would have been different, right? Because like Harden, Harden, the dude. Yeah. Harden was six-man at OKC, but at fucking Texas, he's in Houston, he's the one. He's number one. Yeah. So... It would have been a lot different than the OKC team. It was wild how they did it in Oklahoma City because he... It was six-man. He came off the bench. He literally should have been starting, but they were yeah. like, no, we need him to come in with the second team. So he would just go come off the bench, six-man, throw up 20 points. Six-man of the year. Like, he just I did it he all the six time. six-man of the year two years in a row. Yeah. It was just because the role that they had him in, like on yeah. that team, like it was, it was pretty brilliant, but it's like, man, like if those three could have been together. Like, they, I think they would have won one more than they did. As a star basketball player, you can only come off the bench for so long. Right. So he was like, yeah. look, I need to start or I'm out of here. And they're like, nah, we can't start you. Sorry. He's like, all right, I'm going to Houston. And look what he did in Houston. They Brandon couldn't pay Reds. him. They couldn't even pay they him. They couldn't pay him either. Right? And that's the thing is like, like, yo, I'll come off the bench. You want to give me that starter money? Yeah. I don't know, man. I think if LeBron were to go back into the 90s, I think he adapts a lot better than Michael Jordan adapts to today. You think I so? Think, I think the game is so much faster now. The athletes are so much bigger, faster, stronger. Yeah. But I think if – but, like, LeBron's kind of been in that game, right, where the, like, contact has been a no-go for basketball – but I think that if he were in that game, like in the 90s, I think LeBron dominates the 90s. Like, when if like he would he would have to go in with that mentality. Like, I can't go up and do this thing he does now, right? Where he'll go up with his left to do a layup, and he always switches in air, right, to draw a foul. Like, could you imagine LeBron James just running down the court full speed, the athleticism that he has now, and then just yoking it on Patrick Ewing and everything? like he would he would be like ultra villain i think i think he would be so good yeah but lebron is like one and three quarters michael jordan's size like the dude is a it's athletic sean kemp coming (laughs) down the lane just jacking look at some sean kemp used to fucking break ribs dunking on people (laughs) like and no, honestly i was young when sean kemp hoops right so like kind of recently i was watching some like Sean Kemp tape, yeah. and I was like, yo, this is how Sean Kemp was? This is crazy. Like, he dunked on somebody, and then they fell down, and he pointed at him like, yeah, who yeah. does that? <laughs> he didn't even get, get technical for it. <laughs> he didn't get tech for it. <laughs> I, I just started watching some of his stuff because they they dropped kamikazes again. I saw it on, like, one of the shoe form things. They dropped kamikazes again, and people mm-hmm. were all, like, pissed off about it because they're like, yo, I got those at 20 bucks at Ross, like, three months ago and now they're charging 150 for him or whatever yeah. right and then uh so i was like oh yeah i used to watch that and i've started uh ripping a lot of sports cards packs open and stuff like that really getting into that and um so i'm getting some of these older cards and stuff and like man i i remember used to watch those guys um yeah. on my brother's podcast we talked about um we used to have season tickets to the kings and this is like in 1997 and uh, this is like mitch richmond Ty Zedney, Olden Polonies, Corliss Williamson, that kind of squad, right before they got good. And then um, 
but we used to go over there and watch games all the time and it's like man you got to see all those guys like them got to see the jordan you know the 97 bulls that was pretty dope um funniest thing about that whole game was michael jordan ripped it from mitch richmond around like top of the key yeah. and a breakaway and then he went yeah. down and um everybody had their cameras out because every, everybody's there to see the bulls <laughs> they weren't sitting yeah. there to see the kings right and um and he did a layup and then that was like in the second quarter and everybody's <laughs> cameras are flashing dude it's crazy i've never seen anything like it and then uh that's when they had like the big cameras too not like the not like the phone cameras <laughs> yeah we had big cameras or like those wind up disposable yeah. shit like that <laughs> so everybody's like wasting like 10 pictures in their disposable camera for a jordan layup and everybody yeah. started booing him like every time he touched the ball it was one by like 30 or some shit but yeah Man, basketball is so good, dude. Like, I I miss it. Um, I miss playing it. Like, I don't play it here. There's not many people like play or anything like that. Um, I had to check like this high school I'm next to and see if they play like on weekends and stuff. But like, I remember that at Dennis Holloman, we uh, it seemed like almost every Saturday or every other Saturday we go hoop for like three, four, five hours sometimes. You know, yeah. like, Hensley cross Harry up. And hurt his back. I remember that. Yeah. It, it was a it, it pump was, fake. He in the three point line, pump faked, and Henry went flying. Uh, he, he got uh, like three and a half inches off the ground, and then we moved over to like just watched him go by, watched him fall, <laughs> break his back, and then busted his three in his eye. <laughs> yep, I remember that. I, I honestly don't even hoop no more. So uh, my last time hooping, we had a. a tournament a three-on-three tournament here at base mm-hmm. it was for like sports day or something on base a while a little while back and we ended up winning it me and two other dudes and because i'm old i didn't even go past the three-point line <laughs> yeah i was just shooting all threes so like we started off and i was like not even in the game we were practice practicing and i'm breaking 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 so like i had never played with two guys that were on my team and they're like uh so like they, they tell me this after the fact, right? They're like, bro, we were watching you like practice and you were missing everything. We start the game and I'm hitting, I'm splashing everybody from every angle on the court. Yeah. They're like double teaming me in a three on three game and I'm still splashing them. <laughs> and uh, they're like, yo, we thought we were gonna lose cause you were missing all your shots. I was like, yeah, that's just warm up, bro. This is a real game, let's get it. <laughs> Talking about practice? Exactly. <laughs> but, I every because like they got uh at like Lifetime and Villa Sports they got uh leagues that go on and my friends they're they still play and they're like pretty good and I know I suck now mm-hmm. so like hi just come out and have fun and it's like eighty dollars to play and I'm like uh I could spend that eighty dollars on something else than to sit on the bench bro. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> They're yeah. like, nah, you would get in the game. I'm like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, basketball is a lot of fun. Every now and then I'll go out and shoot around, but I don't actually play on any teams anymore. Yeah. I might do that this weekend. Like the girls are gone this weekend, so like I don't know. We just found like um, we were going through some of the stuff in the garage and we found our basketball. So it's like, oh, shoot. And then I just bought a pump the other day because Layla's got some soccer balls and stuff. And she's been getting into like wanting to go out and kick a ball or mm-hmm. um, she's getting into all kinds of different things in sports. And 
sports and music and stuff like she's into like drumming so i got her a little drum pad thing so she'll mess with that for a little bit bought her a little guitar and uh so she'll she'll go on youtube and just type like kids guitar lesson and then she'll sit there and practice for like 30 40 minutes or she won't go outside like throw a baseball or something so uh i had to get pumped though for the soccer balls and but we just found that basketball so like shoot maybe saturday morning i'll go out Hayfield High School is right next to me, which is like, it was in Remember the Titans. It's one of the teams that they played against, um, the Hayfield Hawks. Like, it's like a three-minute walk from my house. And then, um, so, like, you can, like, see the stadium lights and hear the crowds and stuff. Like, even, like, the lacrosse and soccer crowds you can hear. So, um, I might go out there this weekend. Like, put up some shots. Like, yeah. But it's weird because, like, most of my shoes I've only worn, like, in the court. So it's like, I don't want to take these. Like, yeah, the soles are still in. clean, you know? Like, damn, yeah. I don't wanna, like, these Kyries are fresh, but they're like the Brotherhood white and blues. And I'm like, damn. Uh, Kyries is like my stuff. favorite shoe to hoop in right now. Yeah, they're they're super comfortable and they're super light too, so. Yeah, I love Kyries. There's so many different shoes now though. Like, I haven't bought shoes in a long time. And like, you got me into shoes, like, for a long time, Adrian was trying to get me to buy shoes and stuff. And I'm like, yo, I got a white pair and a black pair I need, right? And then, like, I met you. And then, like, she started, you guys started talking about it. It's like, okay, I'll buy some, I'll buy something. And then you and Pemberton, I got Pemberton in there. Like, man, Pemberton used to piss me off, bro. <laughs> Pemberton, Pemberton had a white pair of shoes, like, like you, a white pair and a black pair. And I'm like, yeah. bro, you need some color in your life, man. Cause yeah. you know, I was a supervisor, right? So like we went to Vegas. Remember we yeah, we all we all went to Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um he's like, yo, help me go shopping, help me. And I like take him and I'm like showing him stuff. And he's like, nah, because it got too much color in it. And I'm like, yeah. Hamilton, <laughs> get out of your comfort zone, bro. You're gonna look crazy in this. Yeah. You need to wear this. <laughs> but he finally I I still talk to him every now and then, but he finally uh Got out of his bubble and bought a couple pairs of shoes with some with a little bit of color in them. Yeah, I seen him. Um, I was his sponsor when he came out here to Maryland, and then, um, well, he didn't have a sponsor. They actually sent him to the wrong squadron, and then he came <laughs> out. And they were like, "No, you're not. You're not going to be in our squadron. We're going to PCA you." And he's like, "Oh, okay." Mm-hmm. So then he came over to us, and then I was like, "Yo, I know you still hooked him up." And then, um, but yeah, he was showing me like pictures of like some creative wrecks he bought and stuff you know and i was like oh there yeah. you go there you go <laughs> <laughs> yeah i used yeah. to be on creative wrecks crazy i don't even buy them no more though yeah. i don't uh like if i buy shoes now like i'm basically buying like vans or something like that like i have a red pair of vans and like a super light gray vans but other than that i don't really buy shoes too much anymore but like my latest pair of shoes is um Pumas, actually. Yeah. I bought some super color. They're like orange, pink, blue. They're yeah, they're a bunch of colors of Pumas. Yeah. And I just got this shirt in. They got like the whole SpongeBob team on it, and it says uh crew goals or something like that, team goals. Yeah. And it matches the shoes perfectly. It's white with the whole like all the characters from SpongeBob on it. Yeah. It matches the shoes perfectly. So Julie hates when I buy like t-shirts with cartoons and shit on them. Yeah. She's like, you are an adult. You need to buy. I'm like, 
what kind of shirts am I supposed to wear? She's like, buy some V-necks. I'm like, fuck that. I'm yeah, not buying no yeah, V-neck. Yeah. Well, I, I, in all honesty, I have a bunch of V-necks already, but I need like some cool t-shirts, right? So like, I got like a Mario t-shirt I just got in and I got a uh, that Spongebob t-shirt and I got two more on the way. I forget what one of them are, but the other one, one of them says like, I missed the old Kanye and it has the Kanye bear on it. Oh, nice. Yeah, From College so, Dropout. Yeah, that one. That's sick. That was like one of the best albums. Exactly. So I'm like, yo, I saw that shirt. I was like, I gotta have it. So I bought that one. I missed the old Kanye. And I bought one other one. I just don't remember what it was. So I'm trying to, what happened was I got, I basically only wear like three t-shirts. Yeah. Ever. Like yeah. I got a drawer full of t-shirts, but I only wear like three of them. And my wife is like, like if you look at my Facebook on certain holidays, I got on the exact same shirt. Like I got uh Captain America shirt yeah. that I had on when I was at Holloman way back in the day. And I got it on and like in my profile picture on Facebook right now. <laughs> here. Like I was outside on the grill with that shirt on. And I'm like, uh, I probably need to upgrade my shirt game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been getting into like music t-shirts and stuff like that lately. So like um like that girl, I think her name's Halsey or something like that, right? She's she's in like a bunch of she collabs with a lot of different people, um, but she has a lot of shirts that are just like, it has like her name on it, like written in cursive, um, but then it has like the rose on it or whatever like that. Like her thing is the rose. So they look pretty dope, but they're all like music artists and stuff like that. Um, are they expensive? No, nah, I got them at like, um, I think I got those at like Hot Topic or either like Hot Topic or uh, not journeys um what's that other store that's kind of like uh spencer's or something like that so they were like 10 bucks a pop or something like that or two for 25 or something but uh that like selena like i'm into long sleeve t-shirts i like wearing long sleeves all the time uh, i hate long sleeve t-shirts so, uh, that like if i go out i'm always in a hoodie like i hardly ever just go out in a t-shirt like look at this tan line you probably can't see it but i got a mean tan yeah i can see it i can see it <laughs> but but yeah like like i just like long sleeves like i don't know what it is so like even now like it's in the 90s and i go out in a hoodie or something like that nah, bro but like every the reason right is like every store like i don't spend a lot of time outside so oh, every store i go cold. in is cold as shit yeah. i ain't cold when i go in stores or whatever and people are like yo you're in a hoodie i'm like yeah you're you're you got chicken skin on your arms right now. <laughs> Target, Target got this thing at sixty-seven degrees. Trying yeah. to get at the heat, like damn. Yeah. So, but yeah, like I have like some Selena ones that just have like color and stuff on them. I used to wear a lot of like plain black or charcoal yeah. gray shit and stuff. So, um, trying to kind of venture out into that a little bit, but that and wearing like clothes that fit me more. Um, have to. And I was like. 235 pounds like way back yeah, I in the saw day. your uh I think you posted it in the group of your uh I forget what it was uh, it was what are they called not Snapchat but the other thing TikTok oh, that's what it TikTok, is you know, TikTok. I'm old I'm old so yeah I saw your TikTok and I was like yo Nate looks skinny as shit yo that TikTok's <laughs> getting good man like um that one little video I'm sitting at like 1500 views right now Damn. Yeah, it's so like, dude, it's so good. Like, you can get so much exposure on TikTok, and it's only been up for like a day, 
right so it's like as i post more like that starts coming up in people's feeds as they like get you know as long as you keep posting and stuff like that you'll get some traction so yeah i was telling layla she was like dad like where were you at when you made that tiktok and i was like oh right here in the kitchen she was like you know you're supposed to put the the little band thing around it right the little tie and i'm like nope that's not what dudes do and she was like oh okay like because she wants to be a boy that's what she said when she she wants to be when she grows up as a boy a boy <laughs> she's like oh, okay i'm gonna have to learn how to do that if i'm gonna be a boy <laughs> she'd be looking at it and she'd be like how many how many people saw that tiktok dad and i was like oh like 150 people right and this is yesterday she's like, oh, okay that's pretty cool dad you got 100 people see it right and then Toward the day, I was like, yo, I'm at like 600 some people, right? And then like about an hour before we got on here, so, like we got, I got them out of the bath at like 8.30 or so. And then it was like at six, 700 and whatever. And she's like, oh dad, that's a lot, man. Like, could you imagine if you're at a thousand? And I was like, okay, cool. And then I was putting them to bed. And then I was like, Layla, look at this. It's at 1300. And she's like, what? You got over a thousand? I was like, wow, yeah. that is pretty crazy. It's pretty cool, man. Like TikTok's fun. Like I know my my boy here, this dude um, named JJ, yeah. JJ Vasquez. He was on the news for TikTok because of his family. Like he doesn't. He has a big ass family because he had two kids and he married a, a girl that had four kids. I think she had four. Anyway, it's like it's a bunch of them, right? Yeah. And he just does all the and they're hilarious because he posts all of them to Facebook. They were funny as shit. He ended up getting called by the Colorado News. They went to his house and like interviewed him and his whole family <laughs> on like the TikToks and shit. And I'm yeah. like, man, he he has like so many views on TikTok. Yeah. It's crazy. And he still makes them. Like my favorite one was he had all his kids sitting around the table and um him and his wife. So like it's hard to describe, but like he's like banging cymbals and it's and like dun, 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 Oh yeah, yeah. It's the Timmy Trumpet. Yeah, Timmy Trumpet. Uh freaks. The freaks. Yeah, so like they're doing that and their kids are at the table, like ah. I'm like, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, man. You just gotta find what's trending, right? And when you go into the search function on TikTok, find what's trending and then just go with it like even if it's just a song like if you don't even have content that is like that like you know like you use the song in the background and you can like lower the song down because people will search by song too um and you'll see because like that's happening on that song right but if you want to you know especially for like marketing or anything like that mm-hmm. maybe if you're starting up your own business or whatever you're trying to do right you could just use those songs in the background it gives you the option to like lower and raise the volume on your original content and then in what the the added sound is too so you can like lower that down so you could kind of faintly hear it like it's in the background that song and then speak your speaker whatever you got to do but it's a super dope app i'm learning it i've only had it well i've had it for a while but i started posting like a few days ago so um yeah i know you always post them in the group yeah i love that's the first time i've seen one of yours i've been scared to download it because of china (laughs) <laughs> you like like that's china's avenue to the entire internet like it's not but like you know they how stole people like the opm breach they stole everybody's <laughs> social security numbers that didn't work for the government like they I got know. all your shit like i know <laughs> like come on so we're worried like, about china you know like the way people's minds work right yeah they're uh, talking about like um 
the government was talking about like shutting it down or something like that like tiktok yeah. is owned by one of those and it's like all that's gonna happen like i'm surprised nobody's like gone and made something just like tiktok for america right like yeah because it, it kind of came from musically but um like it was musically first and then that kind of crashed and then they made tiktok and then it became a thing so um it's super fun man it's super addictive like i can spend hours just consuming it and learning it and stuff like that and you see what people like and you can go and look at everybody's views and what gets impressions and all that kind of stuff but there's a lot of really good like creators on tiktok and, and it's so like it's all organic so it's not like it has a for you page which is just stuff that you're kind of interested in yeah. um or that kind of goes in what you look like or whatever but you can hashtag your way through that and get yourself in scene and it's just so organic that you just need one thing to pop and then you know you got a good followership and stuff like that so um it's pretty cool but you ever um play any fantasy sports or no so i play when i was deployed the uh, i think when i deployed with you when i played it i don't know i don't think i played it when i was deployed i did it i did a team while i was deployed and that made me realize that i'm not good at it it's not that i'm not good at it it's just i don't have the interest to put in the time to like set my lineup and shit. So I felt like it was a burden to have to set my lineup every every week, even though you only got to do it for one day, just to like have to think about like, oh yeah, I got to set my lineup. Yeah. I was just more like, I would just rather not, you know? Yeah. (laughs) So that's cool though. Cause like, I think that's cool that you can like recognize that like, I'm just not as into this, you know, and because there's yeah. some people who do it just because like everybody else does it. And it's like, like, you've always been that person is like, this ain't for me. Like, I ain't going to bring down, you know, your level yeah. of competition or I would mess not it up. be into it. And it's like, that ain't going to be fun for other people. Right. So and that's pretty cool to be able to recognize. Yeah, people will be getting free wins off of me because legit there were times and I'm deployed now, so I'm not really doing shit, but going to work and coming home. Yeah. <laughs> there were times when it'll be Sunday and I'm like, Oh shit, I didn't set my lineup. Like I had nothing else to think about. And I still didn't set my fucking lineup. Yeah. <laughs> the other day, my brother, well, last year, my brother-in-law wasn't able to draft his team. So he called me like, Hey, I need you to draft for me. And I'm like, bro, you don't want me to draft for you. Like, I'm going to just pick off the, the like, top players. or whatever. I'm not even doing no research or shit. <laughs> He's like, nah, nah, I just can't do it. So I need you to sign in and draft for me. I think he came in, like, last fucking place. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. So moving on to members of the league. Um, We'll go through these members and if you have a story or something crazy to talk about them, whether it be something that you like really admire or something serious or whether it's comedic or anything or just a comment about them, it could be however long you want. Um, some of the people you may not know. So if you don't want to say anything about them or if you've heard them in the podcast, uh, you can comment about them or just make up shit. That'll be fun too. So um, um, we'll start off number one. We've already heard his name a couple times and he's kind of a topic of conversation this week because nick just put out the punishments listen to that one 
Yeah, the punishments episode. Yeah, and I thought he was going to come with like one and say this is what he's got to do, right? And yeah. I thought it was pretty cool that he came up with four. Four, yeah. Yeah, and he was like, we're going to let everybody decide. So it makes it even worse because now like I have a poll in our group, in our league Facebook group, right? That's a, the private group. So now he can sit there and deal with the anxiety even more. Is belly like, button ring winning right now? It's winning right now, yeah. So yeah. Uh, I think, so I sent out that text that he, to everybody who wasn't in our group text where mm-hmm. he said, uh, whatever I'm going to do, I'll do whatever. Cause I ain't no bitch. Right. Yeah. I and that. I was like, yo, it's gotta be a belly button piercing now because that's like the most humiliating one. Like, like, can you imagine like <laughs> your, your old ladies tried to get down with you or something like that. <laughs> and you got a Cincinnati Bengals belly button. Oh ring my God. <laughs> like, She'd be so mad. <laughs> oh shit like and it's not like he could take it out because it's gonna close up and stuff you know like you're gonna have to get like weekly reports that it's in and shit like little pictures but yeah because uh, if you take it out you're gonna have to get that shit re-pierced all over again yeah and the way nick said it like to wear it from like now and so when would he have to get it at the beginning of the season he'd have to get it before the start of this season and then wear it until the next sacco is determined so, so it, wearing it that long is gonna make a permanent hole yeah. in your fucking belly <laughs> Like that's at least six months, you know, like probably yeah, about six months from now, like um for him to be able from for him to wear it. And then if he ends up last place again, he's gotta keep wearing it all the way through the next year and take another punishment. Well, what if they cancel this football season? Oh, he's gotta wear it until the next one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sucks. That's why, like, hey, we didn't feel bad about the skydiving thing, asshole. Yeah, like, I thought about skydiving too, but then I was like, like, that's the one thing that, like, one little thing that goes wrong, the dude could die, and I'd, yeah. I'd feel like an asshole. Like, yeah, something that's doesn't, true. like, what the odds of that are, you know, it's probably easier it's to low. get a car crash, right? Yeah, like, but after you said it, I was like, damn, that's true. That was the only but, thing that came to my but mind. But Nick would have to feel worse because he's the one who put it on the pole, though. So it's Nick's yeah. fault. Yeah. Yeah. And then we'd have to find someone else for our league, too. So that's what I really don't want to do. Like, I can give shit if the dude died, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but like, fuck, I got to find another league, mate. Like, he's going to be dedicated and stuff, you know, and like, might have to name the trophy after him or something, but. The Henry. Yeah, but only make it visible from like one one side of it. It's not the Henry. It's the yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can we say that? I don't want to. I don't know. Like, Everybody don't else says that word, so I can bleep it out. <laughs> yeah, just cool. bleep it out. So hey, first, wait, 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 wait. First wait. name Wayne Henry. First name Wayne Henry. <laughs> so on your on the podcast where the you beeped out some celebrity's name. Yep. Who is the celebrity? I'm going to bleep this out for everybody else, but it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. You don't want to die. Definitely yeah, bleep that out. don't want to die. So bleep it out <laughs> and then do a wellness check. And yeah, right now I'm not even suicidal. No thoughts about it. Uh, I have a lot to live for. Family, kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Be- bleep that out. Bleep that out. Yeah. Bleep that uh, out. Cool, cool. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah. Tell us something about Wayne Henry that people may not. Oh, I'm sorry. Wayne Henry. Wayne Henry. All right, I'm going to be serious first. So Wayne Henry is actually a really cool guy. 
him and his wife. So I came back from deployment. I had nowhere to live. I'm sorry, this was before I went on deployment. I, I checked out of my apartment and stuff and they let me live with them for like a month. They had like an extra room in the back and they let me, they let me stay with them for a month. So his wife's cool. Fuck him though, because yeah. his wife, his wife said yes. And like his whole family, except him, they're all really cool. Cause like we would sit in the living room and watch movies and shit. So they're all cool, but not Henry. Fuck Henry. Everybody else is cool. <laughs> Everybody else. And then I got another story about Henry. So we're in Vegas, right? Yep. You, I think, yeah, you were there. You were there. We're in Vegas and Tupac comes on and Henry says the N word. Can you believe that? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Henry said the N word. I know he's Mexican, but still, like, come on, bro. Uh, <laughs> Let me clear that up for the. You didn't have permission. <laughs> Let me clear that up for the podcast crowd. <laughs> he didn't really say the N word. <laughs> he didn't really say it, but I felt like he wanted to say it. <laughs> I love you, Henry. <laughs> This has been a topic of conversation, uh, I don't know, probably like seven, eight, uh, since 2011. It's been a long time. <laughs> 2011 on whether or not Wayne Henry can say the N-word when singing music or anything like that. And um, AJ will never let him say it. Nope. He never allowed him to. And then it got to a point where Wayne called you racist for saying that he couldn't say the word. And then no, brought up happened? the fact you brought up the fact sorry. that he can't say that you can't call him honky. So that he he <laughs> said that you called him a honky. Yeah. Uh, so that's been a battle uh, for seven years on whether or not those two things happen. Um, most people know exactly what happened, but you did give him the opportunity. I'd probably I say, I say four or five months ago or so that you said yeah. it's okay to say it and. And everybody's like, oh, he won't say it, though. Like, yeah, I said, say it. I said, go ahead and say it. He wouldn't say it. But no, like, the honky thing came up because he was like, what is the racist word for white people then? And I was like, uh, I guess it's honky. And he was like, oh, you called me a honky. And I was like, no, I didn't. You, you asked the question. I don't know if that's the word for sure. I was just saying. That fucker. I don't know if there is like a racist word for like white people other than like, I guess the thing now is to call people Nazis or just to label them as racist. And then or like, Karen, you can yeah. call him Karen. Karen. Um, Henry's a Karen. Yeah. <laughs> On uh Kosa's podcast, the 58 West King podcast, he sat with down with Trey one day and they said, what's the male equivalent of Karen? And they called it the Nate. So Nate? Yeah. They mentioned my name like 10 times in that podcast because they couldn't get my name out of their mouth. But I think they're just jealous because I have great hair. And yeah, your hair is pretty amazing, I yeah. must say. It's getting good, too. Like, I don't know. I like this kind of like shorter look, but I like it long, too. I don't know. Kind of. I mean, you see mine. My shit is going crazy right now. You see yeah. that shine? Yeah. You yeah, see yeah, that shine yeah. look right? Oh, let me get it the right angle. <laughs> Shining. <laughs> Shining. <laughs> Oh shit. Anything else on Wayne Henry? Nah, uh, in all honesty, 
I love Henry. He's like one of, he's another one of my really, really best friends. He's awesome. So we got, we call each other racist all the time, but he's definitely not racist, but he really does need to claim his Mexican side, I think, anyway. Cause you know, he only, he looks white, but I know, and you know that he's Mexican. Yep. No one will ever know unless he actually says it. So when people call him white, I need him to say, actually, I'm Mexican. Yeah. Yeah, or just lift up his lift up the back of his shirt a little bit so everybody yeah. can see his lower back mustache. Exactly. Yep. Then they would know. Then they would know. They would definitely know. All right, moving on. Uh, what about Brandon Beisner? Brandon Beisner. I personally call Brandon Beisner Bees Nuts. I made up that name. Everyone started like latching on to it. It's a really good name, Bees Nuts. You're welcome, Beisner. Mm-hmm. So Brandon Beisner came to Holland late. He wasn't a- around for the initial, the initial crew, but he actually became a part of the crew pretty quickly because of his personality. Every now and then, he sends inappropriate stuff to the chat. Um, he slowed down a lot, yep. but he was sending a lot of inappropriate stuff. And I'll be like next to my wife and kids, and like open the chat, like, "Oh shit, it's a big ass dick." <laughs> on the chat, <laughs> a big ass dick, and I'm like, "Whoa, Brandon!" Like, and I got mad a couple of times, and I know it's all in fun, but I need like a not safe for work or something before yeah, yeah. I open it. <laughs> but nah, Brandon's he's super cool. Him and him and the wiki. I don't think wiki's in the, in the group anymore, huh? He doesn't play in our league, but he's he's in the group chat, but he doesn't ever he write anything. He never says but anything, right? Trey had said one time that he he's always like, yo, like, they're going off in the group chat. Like, he's always watching it. He just never. Oh, he says just never says anything. Yeah. See, like, him and, him and Wiki came around the same time because they were roommates and stuff. And uh, it was a lot of fun at their house, too, um, mm-hmm. down at Holloman. Um, like I said, when they came, they both clicked with the group really well, so... So it worked out for them. And back to Beisner, he's a he's a really cool guy. Um, yeah. I like him a lot. He reminds me of the comedian Burt Kreischer. I don't know if you know who he is. I don't. I he's don't one of like that. Joe Rogan's buddies, but his he has a bunch of specials on Netflix. But his thing is that he like if you watch one, you'll see Brandon in him. Like he walks on stage and then he takes his shirt off. So he does his comedies without a shirt the entire time, <laughs> you know, and it's, it's just mad. Fun. He's super funny. Cause he talks a lot about family stuff and he's really open about putting his family out there and stuff like that, even on like his Instagram and things. And he's like super comedic. And it just always reminds me of Brandon. Like, I don't know, like there's just something about it. That's like super funny. But. So moving on to Tony Cosentino, something about Tony Coast that the people might not know. I mean, Lieutenant Cosentino. Whoa, whoa, I'm gonna bring in all that stuff. My bad, but we used to be really good friends, but now we're not allowed, is all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's really awkward. I mean, he's just a companion of one of the people that we know, so yeah, yeah. I mean, he was okay. I even helped him move one time, but like now, I don't know about that guy, you know. Yeah, he's too bougie, he wears those like really uh like those hiker shoes that you yeah. can get from like dick sporting goods or like i don't know what they're called but the they got expensive like, ones yeah those ones that are like you see like those um those old white dudes wearing right that yep. got, like, orange and they got that like really 
like 550 court style, like shoelace. Yeah, the shoelace goes all the way like to the toe and shit. Them ones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, and, and they're really they're tied really tight, so like yeah. the sides of the shoe like come all together really close, you know. And exactly. The big loops hanging off the top of it, and I feel like I don't even know him anymore. Yeah, I don't even know him, but he's actually a pretty cool guy. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna send him all of my work awards to help me write them. Yeah. Cause he's good at that. So yeah. <laughs> he sent me um a a bunch of them from that because he was working as like an exec or something like that mm-hmm. in Vandenberg. So he just sent me like a bunch of awards that won from like the wing level and stuff like that. See, he's an asshole. Why didn't he send me that? <laughs> I'll forward them to you. I'm forward not- them to me because fuck Tony Cosentino <laughs> for not sending them to me. <laughs> Yeah, there were like a bunch of them in there. Space right, though, like on the Intel side, sp- like those things get ripped apart in our yeah. world. Like space rights really like fluff some stuff, you know. Like I saw some of the packages that won, and I'm like, that would never go for us because the impact is like bad. Well, no good thing you're coming to the space force, so yeah. fuck all that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, do you work tomorrow? Nope. You work Friday? Nope. Yeah, I well, have my, my, my EP. Oh, okay, my EPR is due, so I need you to forward that to me. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll look for it. <laughs> I'll look into it tonight. I got a reader here, so I can get into my email. I don't know if you know, but I'm a master, so my EPR is due. <laughs> Suck ass, bitch. I'm not even eligible. I so. know you're not. That's why I said it to you. <laughs> 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 No, I'm happy for you though. It's really cool. Thanks, man. I'm happy that you're staying in longer, but you know, if that makes you happy, that's cool. Only a year longer. Yeah. Just um, to capitalize on high three. Yeah, that's the only reason. Yeah. Cause I, I got all my education I want. Um, I just want to get uh top three, high yeah. three, and I'm out this motherfucker. I was I was talking to a dude today that I've known for a while, and he's like bro, you need to go for senior. Everyone says you will make a good senior. And I'm like, nah, bro, fuck that. (laughs) You know who I married? I didn't marry her, so I got to (laughs) work. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm bringing the income still. Like, shit, you know, I'm trying to, I ain't trying to shower about two times a week. Like, Hey, hey, my money's for play. She made the real money around here. I don't need need to work. Yeah. I got a sugar mama, shit. <laughs> uh, I'm actually contemplating getting out now. Like I was thinking about it. There. I heard that in your last podcast. So I wanted to talk to you about that, but we'll talk about that another time. We can hit that up in like the a ne- another segment at when we okay. get personal questions and stuff. But. Yeah. All right, let's move on real quick to these people. Trey. Trey. Uh, I like Trey. Uh, when I first met Trey, I felt like he was super cocky. Yeah. And people who are like that kind of like bother me. But then I got to know him and his personality and it fits him. Yeah. So I'm like, I like him. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I like I like Trey. He's a, a cocky, smart, very smart dude. And and I appreciate him for it. So like I know right now I can ask Trey for anything and he'll help me out. Yeah. Trey's awesome. He, he'll like FaceTime me like 
once a week or once every two weeks or something just like out of the blue like he does that like not even text shit like yeah facetime right and i'm like, <laughs> right. What the like fuck, bro, man? Like, you need to text me first and talk to me. <laughs> what if i got on my drawers yeah. <laughs> what if i'm fucking spanking it bro like come on <laughs> are you just interrupting interrupting my porn like what are you doing i'm just facetime i am like i'm gonna answer like i'm not rude mm-hmm. so <laughs> <laughs> Now I got my dick in my head and my phone in my head because you FaceTime me. It's your fault. You got yourself into this mess. <laughs> I'm trying to make TikToks. <laughs> no, but it, I think one thing that comes with like, like he's pretty uh, arrogant, confident, cocky, whatever you want to call it, right? And he's like outspoken about it. But the thing is that his work ethic is there to back it, right? And and it it fits, right? Like he's good at what he does and the thing that he does he he works really hard at it and stuff so he's he's more cocky arrogant about like his work ethic i believe that's how i kind of see it a lot more than like in golf golf also yeah i've i don't think i've i think i played golf with him once in in new mexico he's Um, good yeah but he's arrogant about being good yeah (laughs) That's where it, that's that's when it gets annoying because you're on a golf course and you suck and it's like God damn man like I've gone through twelve balls and he's on like hole seventeen like same ball same well, ball for me he's good right but he also tells you like oh you should do this or you should work on this so like if you're good at just talking shit and not like giving hints on how to be better to people <laughs> then you're an asshole but like. He's still an asshole, but he also gives tips on how to be better. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like when you're in the middle of a golf game with someone who's whooping your ass, right? And they're fed <laughs> and you know they're going to talk shit about it. Don't fucking teach me how to play golf, asshole. Whoa. I know I suck right now. Let's get on the range after or like let's come back in a couple of days and be like, or, you know, let, let's talk about it because right now my feelings are really hurt and I want to get you on some Madden so that I can level out this playing field. Now, you, know, you know, I whoop ass on 2K. You're used to it. Shit. So you should know. Uh, <laughs> we're going to get to that a little bit later, too. You got shit to handle right there. So. All right. But, yeah, nah, uh, Trey, so in my opinion, I don't mind him teaching me while we're playing, mm-hmm. in all honesty, because if he sees, like, so, like, I'll take a swing and it'll go fucking far right. And he'll be like, well, if you didn't do this or if you did this, it would have been straight. Mm-hmm. And I take that. So I'm, I'm a learn on the spot type guy. That's the way my brain works. So it works for me when he does that. So like a lot of people are like, bitch, don't talk to me. Yeah. I don't give a shit what you got to say right now. <laughs> but me, I'm more like, all right, I'll try that next time. And usually whatever he tells me works, works the next time I try it. So I think too, when like we were golfing in New Mexico, like, and I'm like mid twenties at that point, right? Like twenty three to twenty seven or something like that, whatever it was. But like at that point in my life, like I'm arrogant and competitive too. So it's like I'm already mad that I'm going golfing with somebody who's better than me, right? But I'm gonna figure out how to win, you know. And then I'm not going to win, right? And, and for me, I'm like, yo, I'm good at mini putt putt. So like, get me on the green, I'll knock them in, right? I'll figure that part out. But I just mm-hmm. need to get there. So like, I'll even take sometimes like, you ever golf with Ricky Marshall? Yeah, Ricky Marshall, he'll take a 45 degree turn left, like from the tee box. So it, he's not even pointed at the fairway yeah. because yeah, he'll 
he'll hook it right or whatever it's called <laughs> fucking so he's not even looking in the direction he's supposed to go and then it goes in the fairway and you get so mad but like i'm like hey, i'm he knows figuring his it weakness. out he knows his fucking weakness i'll fucking figure it out man like yeah. you know so at that point like i guess now i would probably be more receptive to it because i'd be like yeah like i'm a little bit more humble when it comes to that stuff but yeah back then no nah, like i'm too competitive at that point so so i've never been I'm, I'm a competitive guy with certain stuff but for the most part if you're better than me at something i'm a firm believer in finding the person who's the best at something and asking their opinion on it right yeah i don't know the person who's the best at golf that's like pros and shit yeah people like trey are better than me and they know shit so whenever I do get a chance to go with him, I do ask him pointers. So I start off asking him pointers and then he gives me pointers even when I don't ask, which works out because I'm not the guy that's like, shut the fuck up, just let me play. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm taking all that in, I'm taking all that in. Yeah, so. it's, it took me a while to get to that point of like being, I guess, secure enough in myself to be like, I need help with this or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Like, or to be okay that like, i'm just not good at something like it took me a while to get to that point but well golf no one is truly good at golf unless you're a pro yeah but like i just want to be able to use one ball i'm actually to the point where i can use pretty much one ball unless there's water a lot of <laughs> for some reason for some fucking reason <laughs> for some fucking reason every time there's water I like I've been hitting the ball great all day, right? I'm hitting it great, great, great. There's fucking a puddle. <laughs> I can like lean over the side, reach my hand in there, and grab my ball. But there's a fucking puddle and I can't hit it over it. Yeah. It's like a brain thing. Like it's just there and I'm like, oh, I gotta hit it over this water. I fucking hit it right in the middle every time. <laughs> That's so usually when I get there, I use a fucking bad ball. I just dropped. Like, I'm, not good ball. I'm not losing a good ball. Josh Peterson. Peterson. <laughs> Fucking Peterson. So I actually met Peterson at uh, Buckley. Okay. So Peterson, um, we haven't had a lot of interaction. Like I said, I met him at Buckley, but we were on different. Um, I was assistant. Well. We were on the same side, but he did something different than I did. So I didn't talk to them a lot. He was like off to the, I talked to my people a lot. He, he was over there. So I knew who he was. He's always been a pretty cool guy. I see his Facebook posts and stuff. He's cool. He's a Jeep guy. Um, I don't know much about Jeeps. He posts a lot about Jeeps. Yeah. <laughs> when he did get to Holloman, him and another guy made a dumbass mistake. So <laughs> uh, that was pretty funny to me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But he he seems cool. I think it's funny when all the guys from our group fuck with him on Facebook. Yeah. It's pretty hilarious. <laughs> but uh he's a he's a nice guy. I like him. Yeah. You know? And it's pretty nice. For guy. all the all the people you're gonna say, I don't dislike anyone. I like everyone, but uh yeah, he's he's a pretty pretty cool, funny guy. I don't even have to like look to see who it is it's like when i know there's like some jeep shit or something you know it's always him like it's always like i don't know what it is about jeeps like why he's so in, like why people get so in love with yeah, them people so love fucking jeeps. i've driven them and i hate it you know like i drove ricky's <laughs> yeah but fucking ricky 
had an automatic Jeep instead of a stick. <laughs> he gets a fucking automatic Jeep. Yeah. So like, don't tell him I said that. I don't Where know. You don't listen to this podcast. You don't listen. <laughs> tell him that after you said it. Uh, but yeah, it's it's funny. Like, I don't know. He seems like a cool dude. I never really hung out with him or anything like that, but he always seemed pretty like genuine and humble and stuff like that. So uh Chad. Chad. Chad's another guy who came late to Alleman. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of on my way out when Chad got there. But I got to know Chad when he moved out here out to Colorado and through the group chat. Yeah. Chad, another really cool guy. I'm not gonna say best friend because like I said, um we met late as I was leaving, but um he has a lot of good advice. Yeah. On situation so if you're going through anything chad's chad's been through a lot Uh, i'm so proud of him on his retirement and the career path he chose in security he's been killing it Mm -hmm. he's like a really cool dude to have on your team to like ask questions about the civilian world and what's happening after retirement and how to apply for jobs and, and stuff like that like I like Chad a lot. Um, you can pretty much ask him anything, and if he doesn't know about it, he's upfront with you. Like I don't, I don't know shit about that. Yeah. But if he does know about it, he'll give you the best options for whatever you're dealing with. Yeah. I wasn't really like close with him in New Mexico. It was more so just like like I would talk to Bruce a lot because um, Bruce is always in the baseball really big, and I'm that's like my favorite sport. And then he just happened to sit next to Bruce. So we ended up talking and stuff like that. And that's how he got in the league because we were down there and it started. And it was like, yeah, you want to get in this league or whatever. And we started talking through that. But like, I never really like hung out with him too much until like I'd go TDY to Colorado or something like that. And it'd be like, yo, we're going to like, I've never been to a hockey game, you know, like anybody want to go. And all of a sudden, we all like, went, right? We yeah, all it's like everybody game, goes yeah. to the hockey game, right? And like, yo, we'll meet you up at Denver. Like, tell us when your plane gets there and, you know, whatever, we'll meet you there. So, that was pretty cool, right? And then, like, that was really, like, the first time I feel like I really, really hung out with him. And then, um, yeah, just talking to him through chat and stuff like that or on Zoom and stuff like that. Like, uh, he always has, like, like how you kind of said, like, a breadth of knowledge. And he's kind of been through a lot of stuff. So, and he's, like, really, he's, like, a really good listener. And that's really, yeah, the that's Zoom really call dope. we had the other day. Yeah. He just had so much breadth of experience. And yeah. It helped out a lot well yeah, it was for really me good. like even like because it, it was for you right but even what he was saying like i felt it too i'm like oh yeah that makes sense that make a lot of sense yeah yeah it was it was pretty cool so oh one one thing about chad i remember that like the most interaction like times i would really talk with him were like we would just clown him for being a cop so like and being a ginger it was because he would wear the pistol inside at work like and we're inside a secure facility and he would be wearing a pistol on his leg like okay guy like we get it you're a cop right so when he'd walk through like cut through the middle of the building right through like the training and then the um the record shop or whatever we'd just be like stand up and be like officer 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 and like would never say anything stop saying that yes officer <laughs> he did it so much what i also liked about him is once he got to the fourth so i was at uh the 25th mm-hmm. He helped me out a lot because I will always have to come over to the fourth and he knew me, right? So 
my name would pop up on whatever and he would get me get me in there as quick as possible because yeah. I knew him. So he was wearing some fresh out. ass suits while he was there too. Yeah, he was. He was <laughs> I remember one time moment. I showed up and I was there at TDY and we had to get there all early and he was over there like his hair was all like greased up and his beard yeah. looked all good and he's got this like sweet ass blue suit that's all fitted and I was like, good lord, like yeah. I have might seen, start liking dudes. Have you seen his beard recently? Uh, just the other week, like a couple weeks ago, but yeah, it looks pretty big. Yeah, his beard is crazy. Yeah. All right, Octavio Valdez. <laughs> Octavio Valdez. So Octavio is from, well, I don't know if he's from there, but I know his family lives in Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. And as you know, my wife is from Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. So one time I, I was driving down to see my wife and Octavio wanted to go see his family. So I was like, yeah, you can ride with me. We ride down there. I drop him off um, once I get there. Um, he goes sees his family. We do our things with whoever we're with, right? And then after the fact, I pick him up, and he brings out this fucking, like, I don't know if you know, but I'm addicted to, like, dips and shit you eat with chips, like dips, salsa, fucking cheese. I don't even know what the shit is called that he brought out. But <laughs> this shit was amazing. Like, yeah. it was crazy. And I'm like, I forgot. He told me what it was called, but it was so good. So like, he brings it out with him for us to drive back. And we're fucking on the way back, like dipping chips, like, like just eating them. Oh, my. It was so fucking good. But I think I know what you're talking about because he's addicted to it. Um, it's so good. His, I think his, his mom made it or somebody yeah. made it and he brought it back with us. And it yeah. was so good. You'll, oh, I remember he used to go down to El Paso to one of those, like, there's a big ass Mexican market down there. So you go down to El Paso, grab a bunch of supplies before he went to Phoenix to take it so his mom could make this stuff. I forget what it was called, though, but fuck. Whatever. I'll have to figure it out from him. But Yeah, I think he made it once himself. He asked his mom for the recipe, and he made it once himself also. Yeah. But also, for me, Valdez, cool guy, but um, kind of, I don't, I don't want to say weird, but kind of kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> kind of weird for me. I mean, I, I love him. But <laughs> he's so weird. He's one of the one of the weird guys. Um, yeah, I mean, his sense of humor is really funny. Like he's yeah, really like different, right? He can yeah. be kind of dry with it, right? But it's it like when you get a hang of it, it's like yo, it's fucking funny. Like right, he's so he's like, really kind of blunt, straightforward. Doesn't have a lot of words, and then it's just like yo, that was funny. Exactly, and then he'll say everything with like a straight fucking face. So you're like, wait. Are you joking or are you yeah. serious? Like, like you ask him some crazy question, he'd be like, Yeah, man, just spit on it. And you're like, What the fuck? <laughs> like it'd be something crazy, you know, whatever it is. But he's pretty lone wolf. Like he he I think he really likes being alone at times. Like he likes to do his own thing right and not have to be on anybody else's schedule. Like I know he's got friends and everything like that, but he's really comfortable with himself and just kind of like doing his thing right like right and that's he's super disciplined and whenever he decides he's going to do something like that's one thing i really admire about him is that when he says he's going to do something he does it right yep. and it could be something astronomical like i'm going to run a marathon in under 315 and you're like <laughs> okay bro and he'll, yeah, yeah, right, he'll figure right. out a way and he'll do it you know yeah um stuff like that so he's super yeah. disciplined when it comes to things like that and, and and honestly, that's that is exactly what I like about him. He, like you said, 
he says he's gonna do something, he does this shit. Like I used to live in the same apartment complex as him, mm-hmm. and I would go over his house every now and then. And then if he said like, "Hey, we're hanging out at this time," you kind of better be there at that time, or like you show up a little bit late. He's like, "Yo, where the fuck were you at?" Yeah. No, I'm just like five minutes late. Like, nah, I told you to be here at three. You're here at three oh five. What the fuck is going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yo. But again, you don't know if he's joking because he says it with a straight face, right? So you're like, wait, are you fucking with me or are you serious? Yeah. You've never met Clint, but maybe you've heard stuff about him. But anything about Clint? I don't. I don't have anything about Clint. I don't really know him. What about Nick Oliveris? Nick, I met him when you came out here. Yeah. So, so again, I used to work at the 25th, right? Yeah. So I'm calling over. I don't want to say where I was calling, but I'm calling over to somewhere. Yep. And Nick answers the phone, and uh, he's like, "Cotton, like Nate's friend." Well, well, at first we're talking, and I'm being like kind of rude to him, right? <laughs> so I'm like, "Bro, just get the shit done." I'm kind of like, "Get the shit done." Like, stop fucking talking to me. I, of course, I'm not cussing, but I'm like, "Stop talking to me. Get the shit done." Yeah. Click basically. And and then we have to call back to like coordinate some other shit. And he's like, wait, wait, cotton like like the cotton that I met with Nate. And I'm like, he's like, we met before. And I'm like, nah, bro, I don't know you. I'm I'm legit like yeah. blowing him off. I'm like, I don't I don't know you, bro. Get this shit done. Boom, boom, boom. And like we hang up and I'm sitting there thinking, like, wait, me and Nate went to dinner with a guy named Nick. <laughs> and so he calls back one more time and I'm like Nick oh shit yeah Nick I, I fucking know you bro I'm like Nick introduced us and I and I think at that point he was like fuck you Cotton like yeah. I just tried to tell you <laughs> like I felt I felt so bad because like, I was rude as fuck because you know like when you're working you're trying to get work done like you're focused and like he kept trying to talk about other shit and i'm like i don't need to talk about that shit i need you to do this right here like do that shit and he's like my kind i know you and i'm like bro you don't know me (laughs) (laughs) and after the fact i'm sitting there like i fucking know him nick or nate introduced me to nick already no but asshole uh, yeah, right. I'm an asshole. So, like, after the fact, I'm like, he still, like, was pretty cool to me. So, I was like, ah, oh, Nick's a cool guy because I was rude as fuck. <laughs> he's still, he's, he's super still nice, nice to me. <laughs> I think his wife hates me. Like, honestly, like, I think his wife feels like I'm a really bad influence on his life because, oh, yeah. Like, we, uh, what was it? Um, like, I got him into this league and stuff and we were working together. And then one day I was like, yo, I'm going to tailgate at my house, right? Like, it was like an NFL Sunday or whatever. I was like, yo, anybody want to come over? Come over, right? And I'm, like, walking around work. Like, I'm tailgating at the house. Like, I'm a barbecue, like, in was California. The time you called me, like, super drunk? Yep. And uh, <laughs> so we start, right? And it's, like, football starts at 10 o'clock in the morning in California, right? Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, yo, pregame shows come on at, like, 8 in the morning. I'm going to be up at, like, 6.30. I'm going to fire up the grill, right? So, I'm outside. I got my garage open. I got the TV in the garage and everything like that. Like I got it all set up. I got coolers, beer and stuff. And um, I'm just like grilling at 630 in the morning. And 
like we only had Layla at the time. So it's just like, okay, cool. You know, whatever, do your thing. Cause I didn't really hang out with anybody in California. Like I didn't go out much or if I did, it was like someone's house around the corner to watch a UFC fight or something. So Nick was like, yeah, I'll be over there. Right. The Bengals start at 10. And then, so we're sitting there and we're watching football crack open some beers or whatever. And it's like 1130. It's getting close to halftime of the first games. Our fantasy teams were sucking. Right. So we're like, yo, we got to do something to change, change the way. Right. And like, we're we'll taking shots. Yeah. So we're like, yo, anytime someone on our team scores, we take a shot. Right. I, I remember you telling me that. Yeah. So bad because all of a sudden it was just like touchdown, 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 touchdown. And our teams in the second half of those games just blew up. So we took like nine shots within like an hour and a half to two hours. Yeah. And we're just shooting anything I got like. You know, I don't like shooting it, but like I had a bunch of crown at the house. So I was like, oh, I'll bring you this out or whatever. So I'm like shooting crown. crown. Huh? Like, like, like no flavor crown? Yeah. Ew. Terrible. It was a bad idea. <laughs> like, and I don't like shooting that kind of stuff. Like, I don't like shooting stuff I sip on. Like, my friends that are sh- like, I'd go over to another friend's house in California and they would, they would shoot Hennessy. And I'm like, I can't do it. Like, I gotta, <laughs> that's my dream. Well, you know? so like, I got a straight Hennessy right here. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sipping on it. You don't yeah. shoot, but this is Hennessy BSOP. Just in case you were wondering. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, but yeah, we ended up tanked, and then like um, Jesse Cash and John Moore Fucking came over. Cash, yeah. bro. So they come Cash over, right? Money. And then we're like, John Morris comes over, and then he calls up Cash, and he's like, "Yo, come over." Right, like we're still here, and it's like three in the afternoon, right? And he's like, "What do you want me to bring?" I'm like, "Oh, we're just we just set up the beer pong table, right?" So we're tanked, at like we're tanked by so like one thirty. Can I tell o'clock. you a story about Cash? Go ahead. After this, yeah. I'll tell you after you finish. Yep. So then Cash comes over with a like an eighteen pack of Natty Lights or whatever like that, right? So we're just filling up cups and everything, and then by like five fifteen, Nick starts like Nick's like, "Yo." I'm feeling sick, right? And he's like sitting in this like lawn chair in my in my driveway or whatever, right? And then it looks like he's gonna fall asleep, and then he just goes and then puked, fucking all over the front of himself, sitting in a chair, right? Just threw up and threw up, threw up, threw up, threw up, right? And I'm like, fuck! And like Adrian was outside. All right, I went out inside and I was like, I gotta find something for Nick. Like he just barfed. So Adrian came outside. Was like, what the fuck? But I'm tanked too. Right, and then Morris is getting faded. So Adrian's got Nick in in the front yard, and she's just hosing him off, like <laughs> hosing him off, trying to help him. Right, because like we're fucked up, and like she took him inside, and then gave him like a towel, and then he like took some of my clothes or whatever, changed and stuff, and then um, so then we like called him, called his wife, and like okay, Nick fucked up like and he brought a tv over to my house too so we had two tvs in the garage and stuff and his wife comes yeah. over he lived like i could throw a baseball to his house and it's just like on the opposite cul-de-sac yeah but he couldn't walk or anything too so i was like yo good nick like he's fucked good up he's gonna, he's gonna need to sleep right so then that's like the first time i ever met his wife too <laughs> she's coming to my house and it's like <laughs> like fuck man i'm so sorry like and i'm tanked too and then so like the next day he had to come like pick up their TV and all this other shit, you know, and and it's just like the only impression I ever had on her was like her husband got hosed off in my front yard. <laughs> <laughs> He's soaking wet. Come pick him soaking, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh 
so like ever since then i've always like felt like anytime i talk to him like uh like i'm like man like his wife hates me so much but because then we've like hung out right and it's like oh nate's in town or something like that it's yeah weird. like i've met him up to go grab a drink you know he took me to some place out in like falcon i think it was that had like it was owned by like, some old aggressor guy or something like that it was like a cool little bar there i don't know what you're talking about i can't think of the name of it though and then um so we went in they brew their own stuff and everything like that right yeah and then um so he took me out there and then um you know and i'm like man like i feel bad like your wife probably thinks you're gonna get tanked tonight <laughs> but yeah he's a cool dude he's super nice though but, yeah uh james michael you don't know him oh uh, wait i'm gonna talk about jesse cash oh, real jesse quick. cash yeah jesse cash so jesse cash was at holloman with me so jesse cash at holloman when was he at I mean, i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry not holloman he was at uh buckley he was at buckley with me oh, okay it's the base I was at before Holloman. Yeah. So he was at Buckley with me. So he was, we were off at this, he was on the, the next crew after me, but we get two days off together, basically. The way it works, it was like six on four off. So we get two days off together. So we're in Denver. You know how small Jesse Cash is, right? Their whole crew and my whole crew goes out together. We go out to a bar. Jesse Cash is small. We're all taking shots. Shot, 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 shots. Jesse Cash gets drunk as fuck, right? Yeah. Drunk, it's ridiculous how drunk he gets. So, like, this bar had a patio. We're all out on the patio. And then we all come in from the patio. And one of the bartenders or waitresses or somebody comes in and is like, hey, the patio is closed. Somebody puked all over the patio. And we're like, what? Who the fuck puked all over the patio? Jesse Cash is standing next to me. He leans over to me and says, it was me. <laughs> I was like, he was puked on the patio. <laughs> He's like, yeah, man, I was drunk. I feel better now. <laughs> like, oh, my God. So Jesse Cash pukes all over this fucking patio and never tells anybody but me. That it was <laughs> so it was fucking hilarious to me that the way he leaned over because you know like when you're drunk you're like playing yeah. a rock and shit yeah. and he like leans over to me like it was me <laughs> <laughs> it was the funniest shit ever oh, but yeah that's my story on jesse cash <laughs> uh you know you don't know james michael Mm-mm. um uh glenn Moline, my brother you don't know him you know and then me kendall wasn't in y'all's in y'all's thing no uh, no, uh, he's in the um the dynasty that we started up where we took like the top three teams out of all four leagues. Yeah. He's in that one, but he's not in this league. So Nate Molinay. Hmm, what can I say about Nate Molinay? Nate Molinay. And on to one, the next segment. <laughs> just, just is one of the smartest people I know in all honesty. They're like, this is not because this is your podcast. Yeah. Legit. One of the smart, like, I don't know if it's smartest or best memories. I don't even, I don't even know what to call it. But like one time we were, I was giving you and I don't know if it was Eva or a trainer, right? I was giving you something and I'm like, bro, you got to follow your fucking checklist. And you're like, I am. I'm like, nah, you're not. Like, you don't even have that shit open. You're like, I'm on step 17. And I'm like, nah, wait, 
how the fuck do you know <laughs> that you're on step 17? And you're like, well, blah, 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 blah. And at step 17, I have to do this. And I'm like, I don't even know if I can ding you because you're on step 17. Yeah. <laughs> and like, it blew my fucking mind how act like how you remember shit. And I'm like, because me personally, my memory is atrocious. Like, yeah. I can't remember shit. So like you remembering a whole, like basically all the checklists because you didn't open your checklist at all. And uh, just for the podcast world, in the space world, you have to use checklists. You're supposed to check them off. And if you don't, you get a ding for not doing some shit. But if you do everything, it honestly doesn't, kind of doesn't matter, but I can ding you. But because Nate Molinay told me exactly where he was in the checklist, I could not ding him because it was in his brain. And I had never in my life seen anything like this. So I was super impressed with you. And as I said at the beginning, you've always been one of my best friends. I was, I was the best man in your wedding. You were a groomsman in mine because I had somebody who I grew up with um, as my best man. And to this day, I think I will talk to you forever. When I retire, uh, yeah, I'll talk to you forever. Like, I love you. You're awesome. That's all I got to say about Nate Mullenay. Oh, thanks. That whole memory thing is like, it's been really good for me at times. And then sometimes it's like, and then really, really bad. bad. Yeah, like, we, we've fuck. talked about that. <laughs> like, <laughs> we've talked about like, that. This shit not be dumb. <laughs> like, you know, like, but I remember fucking like every conversation i can remember visuals like like it's really good when it comes to learning like i've been able to learn really fast um you know people tell me something and i remember it and stuff like that it really helped down in that job too because um there's so much stuff that can go on so when you're like as a crew chief right and you got two people that are working equipment and a commander who's behind you that you got to keep informed and you're basically running the show you got to know everything and be able to answer every single question is like all right, like for me, the checklists were logical. Like I couldn't plug stuff in without having it configured, right? Like it didn't make sense to plug it in first and then do that, right? So, oh, I can like take a peek. Okay, they're doing that or whatever, right? Like I can tell you exactly where they're at. I think that's what helped me kind of excel in that space world is being able to remember shit, to remember stuff and then be able to process it really fast and stuff. But yeah, so I've, I learned a lot from watching you even though you were uh, like, even though you were like less ranking than me or any or stuff like that, but like watching you, cause my memories, like I said, my memory is terrible, but like just, I would copy shit that you did and it would help me seem like I'm better, right? <laughs> <laughs> cause I wasn't better. I was just copying shit that other people did. And you were one of the people that I like would watch like, oh shit. Nate does this. So I'm really good at listening because of you. I think I, I really feel like because of you, I'm really good at listening at what's going on around me to this day. I'm really good at listening to what's going on around me. So like, I don't, I can't be doing whatever, but I hear what this person over here is talking about. And in my squadron to this day, like somebody will be like, Oh, but somebody said this. I'm like, nah, they didn't say that. They said this. So try to fix that shit 
yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I appreciate the kind words. I'll be talking to you for the rest of my life too. Like I said earlier, like I, I still tell people like to this day, people talk about, you know, they, you even have like a best friend or, you know, cause we always talk about moving around in the military and all this kind of stuff. And I'm always like, there's some people who you can hold on to and they actually benefit your life as friends, right? They don't bring you down, put you in bad situations or anything like that, that are going to harm you or anything that you value. They don't, they don't go against who you are as a person. They don't put you in position to affect anything that you, anything that you have positive going on in your life, whether that be your career or your personal life or whatever it may be. Right. And there's a reason that I think all of us still talk to each other to this day. Right. Like 90% of this, or I'd say 80% of this league you talk to on an every single day basis, all these people that we talked about, like that group of friends that we've made, it's been really good. Cause you know, everybody's got your best interest at heart, right? Like anybody at any time is going to stop what they're doing. Like, you know, like you could type SOS or whatever you want to type into it or need somebody and someone's calling you right then and there. Right. And then someone to be like, yo, I'm doing this right now, but I see so-and-so's with you or, you know, whatever it is talking like, Hey, let's, I'll get home at six or something like that. Right. Let's meet up again. Or I got some stuff I want to get off my chest to, you know, or something like that. Everybody's pretty cool to reach out to and always just wants what's really best for you and not for them themselves. And, you know, I tell people at the younger guys at my work, I'm like, yo, just, you know, pick and choose the people that are really going to lift you up because there's a lot of people in there that just want you for what you can give them. And they're not willing to like, you know, be there for you. They, they may act like it, but, you can tell by the personality, the ghosting or whatever it is that you end up getting like, you know, you don't get a text reply for three days or something like that. You know, like that ain't, that ain't real, you know, like they yeah. can choose wisely because you're going to move and they're going to move. And then you're either not going to talk to them or you are. Um, I think in the military, it's, it's hard for people to create a bond because we PCS or we leave so much. Yeah, we leave different places. We're we're leaving all the time. So unless you get to a place like Holloman, where you're for kind of forced to to hang, like in Holloman, we were we were forced to hang out together, right? Yeah, it sounds bad, but we were forced to hang out together. But once we did hang out together, we were like, oh, I actually like these people. Like yeah. these people are actually pretty cool. In most squadrons, in most units, it's not like that. It's like, I'm going to do, like, right now in Colorado, Colorado is huge. I can go pretty much anywhere I want, right? Mm -hmm. So in my squadron, I have 38 people, 38 people in my squadron right now. And I don't have to hang out with them because I'm in Colorado. I can go so many places without them. Yeah. But I choose to try to help people. Yeah. And I think Holloman taught me that i choose to try to help people because i have so many and most of the time it's black people because i'm black right if you say so i'm kind of black <laughs> <laughs> uh most of the time is black people who relate to me and i just made master so they come to me and ask me questions about uh how i did it or and i'm like bro i was a tech sergeant for or I was a staff sergeant for eight years, almost. I was basically nine years. I was a tech sergeant for nine years. Yeah. And I finally made tech. And they're like, well, cause like I got guys who made 
tech their first time and they're like, well, how do I make master my first time? I'm like, well, because they're not doing all this shit that they were doing back then when I was a fucking whatever, all you gotta do is this, this, and this and make yourself stand out above your peers. Like focus yeah. on shit like that. Um, so it's just different right now for people who are not who like Holloman, like I said, Holloman makes you hang out with certain people, but bigger bases don't. Yeah. So I feel like Holloman made all of us closer. And when it comes to you personally, you and I, it made us click even harder than most people, right? Yeah. Because I got close with you and your family. That doesn't always happen. Yeah. Yeah. So usually you get closer to people when you get closer to their family. So like you and I can talk all day, every day. But if I don't know your family, shit doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So because I know you and your family and I love all of them, it's different for you and I. Like people can say like, oh, your daughters are so cute. I love your, but I personally know like Layla, I babysat her when she was, when she was this fucking big, like, like she was tiny. She was yeah. small and yeah. Yeah, fit in both hands. Yeah. Yeah. She could fit. Matter of fact, she could fit in one hand and she was so tiny. Yeah. 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 I babysat her when she was tiny. Yeah. You can't say that for a lot of your friends. Yeah. Like we got pictures of that shit. Yeah, I sent yeah, yeah. I sent you selfies like, oh me and Layla <laughs> chilling. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can't say that shit for a lot of friends. Like people who connect with your children like that, it's a fucking different story. So you and I have a different connection than most people. I think it's cool to like, I guess back on the topic of like all of us, right? And like who we're surrounding ourselves with, like everybody is striving for things in their own personal lives too, right? Like Wayne's finishing up his college stuff. He's about to retire the military and do that, right? He's got family, three girls. He, prioritize, he prioritizes his family first. And, you know, like, there's times where you're just like, you, know, you need something now. And he's like, no, fuck you. Like, the kid's got homework or something, you know, or whatever it may be. Or I can't, I'm not doing it tonight because I'm talking, you know, I'm watching a movie with Kristen or something like that, right? And then, like, Brandon just finished his bachelor's degree. Tony finished his degree and he went officer. Trey, you know, like, Trey progressed through the ranks and put himself into superintendent positions at, like, He's been in less than me, right? And he's in a higher position, you know? Like, I want to be around people who are better than me, you know? Like, who in some aspect are better than me at something and, like, who can all help each other out and get somewhere, right? Peterson just made master or two, you know? And, like, he's got a little different experiences. Chad's been through hell and back and everything else, you know? He retired and he's doing his thing now, too, in the civilian world doing really good things octavio too he separated himself too and then he's got a dope ass job with rpas down at holloman still you know and like he's taking a different path but he's super success successful same thing with clint clint got out and he works within the agencies too you know nick too got out and he's doing big things in space he just moved over to u.s space command all these people that we kind of like surround each other with are like positive influences on our lives in some aspect right and we could all have fun and joke and rag each other there's no hard feelings like there might be hurt feelings at one point you know like you can always tell when someone's got a hurt feeling because they they want to exit the group chat and it's like nope fuck you 
you get no. I think it no. was me at one point, right? It was, I don't. I don't. I think almost everybody's been through it. Like at one point <laughs> where we've all been like, "Fuck you guys!" Like I'm done, and it's like, "Nope, you don't get to leave." Like yeah, I don't remember it. what it was, but I fucking left. Somebody pissed me off. It was. Uh, I was like, I'm fucking out of here. It was during the Kobe Bryant stuff. Was it, was it during, you? Uh, it may have been me or Brandon or Henry. I think it was you. I know. I I know. I made a comment about give it seven days and no one's gonna give a fuck and no nah, um, that wasn't it it was something else it was something else but yeah um i forget what it was too but like you know we all end up pushing each other's buttons and stuff but then it's like yeah like yeah. when it's all said and done it's like you're gonna push my buttons i'm gonna push your buttons but we're all i don't push anybody's but first of all i'm the nicest you do push person buttons man you do push buttons with you i'm, I'm you the nicest like, person in the group no because you keep ducking me in 2k and that's Bro, a problem. It's been a problem for years. I don't suck at 2K. I smashed you in 2K with the Sacramento Kings, Boogie Cousins years. Stop. I was busting threes on your time. ass with Boogie Cousins. You, you beat me you, one time and you, you live off of that for the rest of your life. You stop playing me. You beat me you one time stopped. and you live off of that for the rest of your you life. You stopped playing me because you saw the havoc that was coming. I even said, yo, like we were supposed to play like three months ago and I was like, yo, bro, like Here's the thing. I'll Amazon. I'll send you the code like for 2K. I'll buy you the 2K. Like you're like, oh man, like. But wait. I mean, just get on to this next one because okay. you know my allowance coming because hey, I gotta re up my spending limits or whatever you like that. You gave me your 2K. Why did you do that? So you could practice, Stop. and I would buy no. my own 2K. You was like, your ass. Nah, you was like, yo, you gonna whoop my ass at 2K. So here you go. I don't even no. want to play no more. <laughs> Shut up. I'll never <laughs> tell you that you could beat me in no 2K. You gonna whoop my ass at no. 2K? So here, no. I don't even want to play no more. No. <laughs> nah. 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 Okay. I, I can go get it right now. It probably got the name Nate on it. You probably wrote your name on it. I got I, it. I might have autographed right the disc now. for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, we gotta play one day. No, like we gotta play 2K. I haven't oh. played since I don't know. A couple <laughs> years. <laughs> like you gave me yours, and I, I think I played. Well, actually, no, I played it a lot because I started building on my character. But I did not buy the next one after that. Yeah, yeah. I remember I was like, "Ty, why not?" That's all. I, I was like taking my uh, my PlayStation everywhere I was going, and I was like, "Oh, I'll give him a, he'll give him my 2K. Yeah, I'll play it. Trying to incentivize you to play me again <laughs> all right a couple of questions here we'll move on to um kind of get this to wrap up a little bit um maybe 10 15 more minutes but got some mailbag questions some questions from the audience so question one came from um it looks like it says tonai Coes 69 uh it says i've been listening to the show for years love what you're doing oh thanks tonai uh, my question for AJ is, rumor is it that despite appearing to have a dad bod, you have a full six-pack? What's your secret? <laughs> so, first of all, fuck Tony. <laughs> However, I was born with a weird body. So my fat grows under my six-pack. So no matter how fat I get, it looks like I have a six pack. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! That's fucking Tony. I hate that guy. <laughs> and then we got um, we got the next question comes from the one-eyed bandit. <laughs> um, did you call me a honky? <laughs> 
a good thing we talked about this earlier in the show because, first of all, I did not call him a hunky. He asked me a question. I answered it. I did not call him a hunky, though. I, another one of our listeners seems to be an eyewitness. This person was um, DCBA4321. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Why are you so racist? We were all there when you called Henry a honky. So first of all, DCBA, fuck you also, because we were all there. And first, you need to teach me how to hack rather than asking these dumbass questions, asshole. I did not call him a honky. I merely answered the question that he asked. 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 I don't My mouth asked. Asked. Yeah, it's almost like a T sound, I think. Yeah. All right. Asked. So, uh, last question from the mailbag comes from DC's, BCG's, CUP. Uh-huh. That DC asshole. 20. Yeah. Okay. It says, I, I'm going to have a hard time pronouncing these words, um, but just stick with me. It says, My retro encapulator has been surmounted by malleable logarithmic casing in such a way that the two main spurving bearings were in direct line with the panometric fan. Given your expertise in ambi-efficient lunar wane shaft technologies, should I place my Lotus O deltoid in a panendermic semi-boloid state or should the seventh conductor be connected by a non-reversible differential Girdle spring. Uh, let me think. So, uh, that last part you said uh, to DC, whatever, whatever. Yep. Uh, so, it should be connected to DC converter spring, definitely. So, I, I, I actually just Googled that, and uh, that seems to be the correct answer. But again, fuck that DC character. <laughs> Send me some hacking shit, asshole. Oh, man. That's funny. All right. <laughs> I usually do, like, fuck, Mary kill and stuff, but I like these other questions and stuff, different things. So um, another part of miscellaneous section for today will be a new card game I picked up. So have you played, like, Cards Against Humanity before? Or, like, cards like Apples and Apples or something like that, Probably right? all of those, yeah. Any of these card Remember games the that Remember the cauldron thing? At oh. fucking yeah, I draw a mean-ass cauldron and a witch, but nobody, but nobody knew what it was, yeah. so it was terrible. The internet won. The internet knew it right off the bat. All right, so I picked up this other game. Um, it's a card game. It has questions, but it's called We're Not Really Strangers. So I've become a fan of this uh, game and the site and what they do. So basically, We're Not Really Strangers is a purpose-driven card game. Um, three carefully crafted levels that allow you to create meaningful connections with friends, family, and significant other, a significant other, and even complete strangers. So it says, do you really know your best friend? How well do you know your mother, sister, or anyone you can get close to? So, uh, you can find these guys at, we're not really strangers on any social media. Usually Instagram is pretty good. They post a lot of really good things. I actually bought like one of their sweaters. It's like one of my favorite hoodies now, but what they do is kind of like, we do a lot of judging in people and stuff like that. Or a lot of people do judging, but we're all kind of really the same. 
you know so it um it breaks down these things but level one is called perception so there's three there's three different levels uh, level one is perception level two is connection and level three is reflection so they come in like these packs of cards there's probably like a about 100 cards or 70 cards or something like that right and then you just go through them and ask questions so we'll start well I'll go through three of these so and i this is the first time i've opened it up too so, so you haven't um, read any of the questions yet i only saw this top one i haven't looked at any of the other ones so i saw this okay. top one because it was facing me so if myspace were still a thing what would my profile song be um two chains it would be a two chain song i can't think of the song right now but it would definitely be a two chain song how does the uh, song go it would be uh hold up hold up, hold up. I think hold I know up. what song you're talking about. Yeah, hold up one second. I'm about to look it up. Commas in my bank account. So much money I had to let the banker count. What? Damn it. Um, I'm about to Google it. So I thought you would say um, Grove Street Party. I'm going to tell you in a second. I'm going to tell you the name of this song. Ghetto Dreams. Ghetto Dreams. Ghetto Dreams by Two Chains. I will have to. I probably heard it. It's Two Chains, John Legend, and Scarface. Okay. I think if you had MySpace, I don't know why. Maybe it's because this is the only song that I like associate you with. But it would be Big Sean's Marvin Gaye and Chardonnay. <laughs> you used to have that song as your ringtone for so long, so I feel like that would be like what you would play yeah. on your MySpace profile. So what's bad is I kept. My fucking, like, because, you know, people stopped using songs for their ringtones, right? Yeah. And I kept mine for so long. People were like, you still got a song as your ringtone, bro? Yo, I get That's so like, mad oh. when I hear people with, like, a regular a regular ringer. Like, <laughs> uh, oh, man. Try to find mine real quick. Mine is uh, International Players an- Anthem. Mm-hmm. Right? So it, it slaps hard, though. It'd be like... Yeah, I know what the international players anthem is. No, love. So I'll be in like Walmart or some shit. And then start ringing. Yeah, I'll, I'll leave it on. Like, like usually if I'm in a store or something like that, I don't like having my sound on, so I hardly ever hear it. But if I'm in a store or something, I'll or I'm public, I'll I'll put it on because I hate when I hear people like. Or whatever, right? And I'm like, fuck, like get a song. Like my sister-in-law still has ringback tones. Ringback tones? Yeah. So when you call her, it's if you like pina colada, like at all times. So. All right, next card. But wait, I'm about to pull up this song so you can know what it is. Yeah. I like it. I like yeah, it. Yeah, that should have like been hard on the MySpace page. <laughs> <laughs> With the uh, flash and lights in the back and shit, that should go on on the MySpace page. Yeah. Second question: How likely am I to go camping, and how high maintenance would my setup be? You personally? Yeah. So I don't know because you to me, 
you're not really an outdoorsy type person. Mm-hmm. So I think, are we doing a percentage or like out of a hundred percent? Yeah. How likely am I to go camping for one? I say you're like 30% chance to go camping. And then if you were to go camping, it'll have to be like a cabin. And then like, it'll have to have Wi-Fi in that motherfucker. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Like it ain't gonna be no regular camping type shit. It gotta be like, I think my my wife, Julie, she calls it glamping. Cause me personally, I don't go camping. I need a cabin. I'm not sleeping in no fucking tent. Yeah. And I think you are just like me. We ain't sleeping in no fucking tent. So we need some glamping type shit where we get a cabin with some Wi-Fi in that motherfucker and some beds. We ain't sleeping on the floor, obviously, and no and no fucking sleeping bag or nothing like that. That's how I see it anyway. So I would say that you are, for real camping, you are 0% likely to go real camping. <laughs> <laughs> you go to the fucking resorts. <laughs> hey, I'm not camping, bro. And high maintenance. Yeah, you're high maintenance. Yeah, I'm high maintenance. But I will tell you that you, I don't know how we're best friends because you know nothing about me when it comes to camping. Like, I fucking love camping. Like, I grew up, like, where I grew up, Northern California, like, we, like, I'm 30, 40 minutes north of Sacramento, right? So up there, it's like all woods and stuff, like, 20 minutes away. 30 minutes away is all these campsites and stuff by the lakes and stuff. So I would spend a lot of time at like camp far West Collins Lake thousand lakes or whatever it was called. Um, or just up in the mountains camping and stuff like that with <laughs> friends and things. But I am definitely like, if I go camping, it is fucking roughneck. Like I don't take shit with me. Like I don't, I won't shower. Like Dude, I will, stay, like I don't bro. have to go to a place that goes and has showers and all that kind of stuff. Like I'll find a way to clean myself. Like I'll bring soap <laughs> and stuff, but I'll find like a river or something. I will sleep in a sleeping bag. I, I, I will, I will sleep in a tent with a sleeping bag only. Like I don't need an air mattress or anything like that. Like when it comes <laughs> to that kind of stuff, man, like, nah, like I can't, if I'm camping, I'm camping. Like, but so you can't tell me, Hey, we're going camping this weekend, and we show up at some fucking lodge or some bullshit <laughs> in fucking Breckenridge with a hot tub outside or something. Like, no, like that's not so camping. Like, so we're look, going I to hope, a resort, fool. I hope Julie does listen to this, but I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell a story about camping. Julie, I don't think I don't think Julie's gonna listen to it. Like, I'm looking at the door like she's about to walk in, but <laughs> I don't think I don't think Julie's gonna listen to this, but. My first time, well, I guess my first time actual camping was like on a beach. Like we would go to sleep on the beach yep. and then wake up and go fishing. But my first time going like real, real camping, Julie took me camping. It's, we were dating at the time. She took me camping. We slept in a tent with a fucking sleeping bag. Her friend ended up having to sleep in a tent with us. So it was, but like you said, you don't use the air mattress. We were in, in fucking... Uh, sleeping bag on top of an air mattress. <laughs> so like we're in a sleeping bag on top of an air mattress, but it's like real, like we're in a tent. That's real camping. We just brought an air mattress with us, right? Yep. So again, I had never been real camping before. And my girlfriend at the time is like, hey, let's go in the woods and fuck. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro, it's bears in the woods. I'm not <laughs> going in. 
I'm not going in the woods to fuck. A bear might get get us. <laughs> and she's like, nah, it's no bears out there. Let's just go by a tree, like where because like certain campsites have fucking big ass lights posted up to where you can see like around their campsite. So like, now we need to go out further. <laughs> we need to go out further where there's no lights, so the lights can't see us, and like we can get it in. Cause like it was me, her, her best friend, her husband, this other chick who didn't come with a dude, and then another couple. So we can't fuck at the campsite because her one of the girls who the girl who didn't have come with her with another dude was sleeping in the tent with us. So we can't fuck in our tent. Yeah. She's like, nah, we're going out there. And I'm like, bro, it's bears out there. Like, I don't want to go out there. <laughs> She's like, nah, come on. Bro, I bust so fast. Like it was it was the fastest nut. <laughs> Julie, don't listen to this. It's the fastest <laughs> nut I've had in my life. <laughs> Because we were out past the lights and it's dark out there and I was scared a bear was going to get me. So I was like, I need to finish as quick as possible. <laughs> I need to finish as quick as possible so we can go back to the campsite and go to sleep. Like, she wants this. I don't want this. It's bears out here. Let's get it done and get back to the campsite. Fucking owl. Bro, I like knocked it out and we was back to the campsite sleeping and like can't get her but i got mine so i was <laughs> i was good oh, and she still married me after that so that oh, works out experience <laughs> honestly we still talk about that to this day to <laughs> like remember that time you thought bear was bears was gonna get us in the woods i'm like yeah because bears live in the fucking woods <laughs> <laughs> oh shit all right one more do you think I was popular in school? Explain. Mm, Nate Molinay popular in school. From what I know, you play football in school, right? Yep. You were popular because you played football in school. You were a quarterback. Yep. Yep. Quarterbacks in schools are usually the popular person. You probably had the blonde, pretty girl as your girlfriend. No. Wow. Okay, I'm wrong about that part, but okay, hate you, white girls. <laughs> I know that actually. <laughs> it sounded good though. Yeah. But you were definitely popular in school because you were the quarterback of your football team, and you might have had an arm. And tall guys, you were taller than me in high school. Not saying that you were actually tall, but you were definitely taller than me in high school. Tall guys are usually the most popular in high school. And look at that fucking hair. Look at that hair. That's where it was. Yeah, this fucking swoop. Like, (laughs) I almost said bitches. But girls, (laughs) girls fucking love like a full head of hair. In high school, my fucking fro was huge. (laughs) I got so many bitches. I mean, so many girls. Hey, uh, I'll bleep it. Podcast. Yeah, bleep that shit. I got so many girls. I'm not bleeping it. Yeah. I know you're not. Uh, I, know like, you're I don't not. know. We'll find out. We'll get this hey, part. Do whatever you want. I got so many girls in high school because of my hair. Like, my hair was so popular that girls would walk up to me and say, hey, can I braid your hair? And I would get chicks to to pay me to braid my hair. Yeah, that, like, uh, those that doesn't happen, right? Corn rolls. Those yeah, corn rolls. Well, 
Like cornrows, designs, all that shit. Yep. But look at me now. Fucking bald. <laughs> Kids, don't get cornrows. It fucks up your hair, obviously. That's why I've never gotten cornrows, because I want to have hair. I figured that was the reason. No, I think I was uh, I was considered popular because I was funny. Funny? I I was... Wait, wait. Time out. You were a funny quarterback? Yeah. Like, I only played quarterback my senior year. But I played all sports and stuff. Like, I wasn't really that good at football. I was just kind of had a brain and I cared. Like, when you put in effort and stuff like that, it kind of shines. But I was always like the, you know, I was the, the dude who would dance, right? But, like, a lot of the kids who could dance were, like, the Asian kids in our school. But they all did, oh, like, yeah. a lot of break dance, right? Break dance, so yeah. I was, like, cardboard uh, down, break dancing type yeah, shit. Yeah, so I was, like, the, um, the like, hip-hop dance dude. Like, just the club dance, right? Like. So I had no like fear of dancing or anything like that. So it was just fun to be around. I made jokes and stuff like that. I never really that all that serious. Yeah. My best sport was baseball. I only played it my senior year though, because I did everything else to try to get better at football. Like I wrestled for three years because I was afraid of contact. And then <laughs> I sucked at wrestling, dude. So hey, bad. Can we take a time out real quick? I gotta piss so yeah. bad, bro. Yeah. <laughs> all right, hold on. Sorry about that. What were we talking about? Um, popularity in high school, I think. Popularity. Yeah. So I was terrible at wrestling. I was good at baseball, but I think the majority of it was just the fact that I would dance. Never really kind of took myself serious. Like I've never like, seen you. I was like the pretty boy too. Like I had the hair. Like I, I could see that. Hair pretty boy like Nate. That. Like there's like a there's a picture in our yearbook. I have to find it. I think my mom might still have that yearbook at her house, but I think it's in my junior year. We were getting on the bus to go to the playoffs for football. I'm literally like the whole, it's like the first time our school's gone to the playoffs for football in like school history. Um, <laughs> so we're getting on the bus to go travel. And it was like this picture of me getting on the bus, but I'm like legit, like my head's down and I'm like touching my hair to make sure that my hair is okay. <laughs> when there's like a thousand people standing outside the bus loop or whatever like that. And yeah. I thought it was pretty funny to kind of like just captured who I was or whatever like that. But yeah, I was just like always the, the dancer kind of like that life of the party kid type of thing. Right. Um, always made jokes. I was friendly with everybody. Like I didn't have like enemies or anything like that in high school. Um, I talked to anybody. I was a big flirt and stuff like that. So, but I only had like one girlfriend in high school, like a real girlfriend. And then we figured out that we were just better friends after a couple months. And then we're like, you know, she broke up with me. It kind of sucked for a little bit, but then like we became like really good friends after. So we're still good friends, but, but yeah, like I never really dated anybody. I just always flirted with girls or, you know, like go make out with one girl, make out with another next one at the next break or whatever, you know, <laughs> yeah. just stupid shit like that, you know, but I would say that you were probably, I don't think, I guess I feel like you would be popular like in your own circles, like not like school wide popularity and stuff like that. Like, I mean, my school only had, I don't know, like 1400 kids or something like that. So it wasn't that big for like a California school, but like everybody in that town would know who I was. Right. Like my family's had business and stuff like that. I thought about you. I'd say that you're popular within clicks, but not overall full school like everybody knew your name type of thing so everybody knew who i was 
but only because I had the longest hair in school. Yeah. So I was a people person. So I knew, like, my, like I said, my, my best friend was the star of the girls basketball team. I just, I knew the people who were popular mm-hmm. and it made, it kind of made me popular, but everybody knew who I was basically because I was the guy with the longest hair. And so like, I'll be walking down the hall in school and people are like, oh, what's up? What's up, Anthony? And I'm like, hi, I don't yeah. know who you are. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I was actually, I wouldn't say I was popular for a specific reason. Like the reason people knew me was because I had long hair. So it wasn't a good reason, reason to be popular, but uh People knew me because I had long hair and because I knew the star basketball player on the, because me and the star basketball player on the girls basketball team hung out all the time. So I was more the guy who hung out with Janae than AJ. Okay. If that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Did you lose your virginity before you graduated high school? I did. So I lost my virginity in my freshman year of high school. Jesus Christ. Because my neighbor, I don't want to say her name up here, but my neighbor, mm-hmm. her and I used to fuck all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like, like once it happened once, yeah, it happened all the, like legit, by all the time, I mean, in the morning before we went to school, she would yeah. come to my house because my, everybody was going to work. My parents, my, well, my dad, and we lived with at the time or uh in my dad's best friend's house both of them were going to work we would she would come over early we would fuck before going to school and then we would we would go to school so i lost my virginity in the ninth grade so me like i was like the like the group i hung out with was like the quote-unquote popular group right like that stereotypical like there's like the Saved by the Bell crew almost, right? Like there's the Zach Morris, like the cute, funny guy who just seems that you? Yeah. <laughs> I always wanted to be Zach Morris. But like, you know, there's that guy who never gets attached to anybody, but like flirts with everybody and stuff like that. We had all the athletes and then head cheerleader, student body president, you know, like that group, like we'd go in like the center of our quad would have like the senior walk area that was like, I don't know, like barred off or whatever, right? So we had these tables. So there's like everybody knew that that was our table type of thing, you know, like that stupid shit um, in high schools. But um, yeah, I'd flirt with everybody. I'd kiss girls and stuff like that. But I never, I, I didn't lose my virginity until I was like out of high school. Like I'd already graduated and stuff. And it was like a while after high school, like probably close to a year after or something like that. So I don't know. It was just something I was like, oh, fuck. I don't know if it's like my parents and like my mom being like, don't have sex. You're going to have a kid and, you know, and all this kind of stuff. And I didn't know, I didn't know what the hell I was doing anyway. So honestly, for me, it might've been eighth grade, but then like after that, I was, I was fucking everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and like, what's crazy is people didn't know. Cause like I was the shy guy in high school. So people didn't know I was fucking everybody except mm-hmm. my best friend, Janae, the girl. Right, because she had a crush on me, but somehow she always found out who I had sex with or or whatever. Yeah, crazy times. Questions for me? How 
do you get your hair so perfect? So it depends on what I'm doing. One, I'm very selective with who cuts my hair. I use different products. I usually use something that's not as like, I use a lot of bat products, so I, I don't like the shine anymore. I used to use a lot of shine products, but I don't like it because it doesn't- Do you use monkey smat or gorilla smat no, or whatever? I don't use it anymore. So I use, um, well, I might, sometimes I do use it for work, but like in my personal life, I don't anymore. But I'll use a, I'll use a blow dryer. Like when I get out, like I'll get dressed or whatever, and then I'll blow dry my hair because I have a lot of cowlicks in the front. So this all curls really bad. So what I'll do is I'll blow it out, like blow it one way, comb it one way, and then blow it the other way against it and then blow it this way and this way right and then i'll put in some like product and stuff and then i'll blow dry that so it kind of dries out a little bit but it'll hold but it still allows it to move and everything a lot better but it it beats having to the straight iron because i have like a little mini hot iron like a like a hair straightener that i would use on the front because it would always curl like to the right or something like that like crazy but that's how i end up doing that and then um I just keep my hair on top really long. And then for work, I just comb it down really bad. Like, it's crazy, like, how long my hair will get. Like, right now, it's fairly short, and it's probably, I don't know, three and a half inches or something like that. Uh, I think the reg says three-fourths inch, so you need to, you In might need to cut that. It's like one and three-quarter inch bulk, I think, or something. I'm just fucking around. But... So it's bulk, right? Not length. So I will make sure that it's all pressed down and come down and stuff like that for work. And I keep my sides short so that whenever I do my hair outside of work, it looks like there's a lot more to it. And it looks yeah. better because the sides are really short and not like I don't have that whole pooped up thing or whatever like that. But yeah. And it looks better when I shave. Like right now I'm not shaved, so my face looks a lot chunkier than it does. But if I shaved, I'm like, it looks like crazy thin. It's weird. But anything Netflix related shows that you're watching that you could recommend for folks shows that i'm watching i watch a lot of anime a ridiculous amount of anime so, so what's something that you would recommend for people that's not naruto one piece no 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 no, no 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 so actually let me pull up my crunchy roll real quick it'll, it'll make it easier for me to uh point it out. alchemist nah that's old that's a whole of shit. Uh, shit. Hold on. Okay, so the God of High School is brand new anime. Okay. Brand new anime, but it's fucking amazing. Especially like, so it's like this is on Crunchyroll. The God of High School is on Crunchyroll. Oh shit! It man came. It, it man just came out. Oh, the new it one. Man right? 4. Yeah, it man four just came out. I love it, man. Uh, to add to this, I do love It Man. It Man Four just came out. Watch that. I haven't watched it yet, but I know it's gonna be awesome. Um, the Umbrella Academy on Netflix. If you haven't watched that, the season two is about to come out um, here soon in July. Definitely in July, season two comes out. Again, back to anime. Akame Got Kill. That's a really good one. Okay. That's on Netflix. Um, it's another anime. Season, I don't know when season two for that one comes out, but season one is out and it's awesome. So watch that. Fairy Tale has like a million episodes. So if you like anime, watch Fairy Tale. That has a bunch of fucking episodes for that one. Food Wars is actually a pretty weird anime, but 
so like by weird I mean like they'll taste the food and all their clothes will just fucking explode off and you'll see titties with no nipples and so weird <laughs> so fucking weird it's weird as fuck but like <laughs> they like taste the food and like oh my god it's so good and like their clothes are fucking just go they won't have nipples but it's crazy. Clothes, like women's clothes pop off they're naked with no nipples yeah <laughs> shit like that you watch anything other than anime? Nah, mostly anime. <laughs> Especially like on COVID. So I'll follow this YouTube channel that gives the best of whatever in anime. Yeah. And then it, it gives like the top 10 of whatever subject in anime. And uh, I look at that and decide from there which anime I want to watch from whatever's on YouTube. Cause they get the names of the anime and that's how I choose. And I got like, I got Crunchyroll, which is I think $11.99 a month. And uh, some of them are Netflix and some of them are Hulu. Uh, One more I want to give is on Hulu is how to pick up girls in a dungeon, which sounds like, cause like a lot of times people hear like weird names for anime and they won't watch them. Yeah. Uh, But that's actually a really good one. How to pick up girls in in, in a dungeon on Hulu is a good one. And I'll stop there because I have a million, but <laughs> I don't know why, like when I sit here watching you because we can see each other on video and I watch you talking about anime. I don't know why I feel like you look more and more like your brother, like your little brother. And you're just talking about anime. Like the first time I saw your little brother, I was like, yo, that dude watches a lot of anime. Like, <laughs> What's crazy is he's way smarter than me. Yeah, and he doesn't watch anime. <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably why he's way smarter than you. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's a fucking genius, bro. He's yeah. like about to finish college with a computer science degree. I didn't want to do the math, so I dropped mine to a computer information security degree. <laughs> <laughs> he was pretty cool. He can get it on a dance floor too, like you know, like yeah. you see some people, man, and you're like, oh, man, like going out there to dance and he saw him. I was like, oh, shit, he's going to be that. He's going to be that good dude who's like 65, right? Yeah. Like, he might be in a wheelchair, right? And then just getting it. Zapping Rogers is going to come on or the Gap Band, right? Yep. He's going to be at a wedding. And then also he's going to get out and he's going to have his little cane and he's going to be getting yep. it. Like, he's one of those dudes like, like Octavio who don't fucking care. He don't yeah. care what people think. He just does him. Yeah, and it, it was I'm crazy. proud of him for it, but I've never like I do me, but like his extent of doing him is different than like the normal person. Like, <laughs> he don't give a fuck what you doing or what you thinking. He's doing whatever he wants to do. Yeah, I'm watching um, the 100. I've talked about it. I, I know. I heard that in the last in the last yeah. podcast. But... So good, dude. I'm gonna have, so, have to look at it. I'm gonna have to watch it. Actually, like, I'm about to add it to my queue right now. I think I told. I think it was Nick. I told. It him, was Nick. Yeah, it was right? definitely Nick. And I said I just that, to that one last night. She is like the girl in there, uh, Octavia. Yeah. Is, like blows the Arya Stark character out of the water. Like Arya Stark. Hundred, right? Sucks. Yeah, the one hundred. The one hundred. Yeah, I'm about to add it to it's my. Good. It's addictive though. Like when I started watching it. Like at first, it's kind of like 
there's parts of it that are a little bit annoying, but it's like, okay, where's this going, right? Because you can tell. Damn, it's like, forty-two minute episodes, though. Yeah, it's a lot. They go by so fast, dude. Like, <laughs> it, it keeps you, it keeps you in it the whole time, though. Like that's yeah. what's really dope about it, and it just, it's just really good. But, um, well worth the binge throughout the night, and then decide whether or not you want to go to work, like take a nap <laughs> and then go, go to, to work, work, or just stay up and keep. Luckily, up. tomorrow I'm off though, because I have to watch my daughter. Yeah, that's the only reason I chose tonight to do the podcast because I'm off tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, and then um. I've watched Outer Banks, which I kind of liked. That's only one season so far. Banks. It's about um, these teenage kids that live on the Outer Banks. They're basically like national treasure, like that, like treasure hunter. Yeah. Life in that area. And Is stuff. that on Netflix also? Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm into that like teenage drama, like you know. Yeah, the way that you described Outer Bank or not Outer Banks, but 100, made me really want to watch it. Yeah. Yeah, it's well, definitely Walking Dead, Pocahontas, and Game of Thrones. What was the fucking... It was another vampire one on Netflix. Ooh, I don't know. I haven't watched uh, much vampire stuff. Um, the last vampire thing I ever watched was True Blood. But that, oh, that yeah, I used to love one. True Blood back in the day. I got a Lafayette. Um, my homegirl, Terry L, got me a Lafayette Funko Pop, and it's by, it's like my favorite one. Oh yeah, Lafayette was awesome. That was my favorite. That's probably my favorite character in all of like television. <laughs> Lafayette. Of, all, of all time. Like of all time. Yeah. Character was so good. So all right. Anything else for the people? Anybody you want to take shots at one last time, one more time? Anything else out there? Anything that's on your mind contemplating? Something that you want to push to people? Anything like that? Uh I guess. Cause I'm sitting here looking at my college degrees and my wife's college degrees. Yep. I guess what I want to push out to people is if you finish your bachelor's, don't be scared to do your master's degree because a master's is way fucking easier than a bachelor's degree. As long <laughs> as you're good at research. <laughs> so I just want you guys to know, don't let people lie to you and say a master's degree is hard. As long as you can do research and write papers, a master's degree is easy as fuck. Because I sit at work and people are like, oh, I'm finished my master's, I mean, my bachelor's, but I'm never doing a master's. I'm like, bro, a master's is way easier than a bachelor's <laughs> degree. Because bachelor's degrees, you actually have to do shit. So like my bachelor's degree was in computer information system database management. I had to do programming, fucking designing websites, all that type bullshit. But once I finished it, I was scared as fuck to start a master's, but I was still a staff sergeant, right? Yeah. So I was like, shit, I got to do more education shit. So I was like, fuck it. I'll start a master's. I started my master's and it was easy as fuck. Yeah. Like it was, it was so fucking easy because all I had to do was research and write papers and fucking do, what's it called? Uh, when you, when you like quote somebody. I've been drinking. Cite. Yeah, you gotta cite shit. Yeah. So like my whole paper is citations of other people's shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I research it, I cite it, I might reword it a little bit to show that I read the shit that I cited. Mm -hmm. But a master's degree is easier than a bachelor's degree. You're welcome. Do you think, I mean, obviously you did it, but 
Do you think that you needed to go to college to learn what you learned? No. No. 100%. 100%. No. Yeah. The problem is most, I don't know, because I've been in the military for so long, but in my opinion, a lot of jobs like to see that you've accomplished something to show that you have dedication to something. Yeah. So we have a friend, DC, dot, 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 whatever the fuck he named himself. (laughs) Yeah. DC 83, 100%, whatever, who I don't think have a, has a degree in anything, but he's smarter than all of us. Yep. And he makes way more money than all of us. He's probably our base salaries, not including our allowances. He probably makes close to the entire group. Yeah. Add it together. Yeah. Yeah. He got, kicked just, out of the air. he got kicked out of the Air Force. He got kicked out of the fucking Air Force. <laughs> yeah. uh, he got kicked out of the Air Force. I think we decided, at least me and Coast, decided that his title should be the Minister of Wireless Security at the employer that he works for. So, right. So, I have a group chat with him right now. Um, with another friend who's into cyber because my master's is, is in cybersecurity, but yeah. that don't mean shit, right? Um, again, I'm good at research, but I'm not good at what my actual degrees are in. I can Google, I can look up shit 100% and find it. Um, I'm in a group chat with DC dot 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 whatever, yeah, and another friend because my other friend is also into cybersecurity type shit. And DC sent us a bunch of shit on how to learn how to do what he does. Mm-hmm. Um, the basic on how to start it. Because I thought I knew, but I don't, right? Yeah. And I think my future is in what DC does because I love it. I love the challenge of it. I love to learn about it. But it's going to take me a long time. He said his last, DC said his last protege to three years. I got three years in the Air Force. I'm starting right now so I can be ready when I get out to get close to his salary. Be, be marketable. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I want I want his salary or at least a hundred thousand less to it than his salary. You know how stupid that sounds. I want, want, like I know, I, I know, it's so me, like, I'm still trying to edit that episode between me and him. I'll, I'll have it out. I, I want to get it out by the end of the week. So I yeah. should be able to, right? Um, but, man, like, to sit, like, we laughed about it. Like, like we were intoxicated, too, right? After. That's why, I, that's why I made me some drinks. So I can be, like, more, like. <laughs> Relax and just open up and be like, okay, we'll clip out some of this stuff and send it out. There, right? Yeah. But he, um. We just he was like sitting down right like like at one point he just like took his computer or, his, or he went mobile and he had his phone with him and then he sat down like up against a wall and was just like talking right and he's like you know how stupid it is like like i'm a nobody like i've gotten kicked out like his story is really fucking cool man like, yeah like you know, I think wait, 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 wait. before you finish that think about this <laughs> This motherfucker taught him because I've I've known DC longer than anybody, right? Yeah. 
this motherfucker taught himself Japanese. Yeah. And I didn't believe him. Yeah. We went to Vegas together. Uh, he was like, yeah, I speak Japanese. I'm like, bro, stop fucking around. Like, you don't, you don't fucking speak Japanese. He's like, nah, I taught myself Japanese so I can play Japanese video games. And I'm like, who the fuck yeah, teaches themselves Japanese just to play Japanese video games? So we're in Vegas. We're sitting next to this chick and her Japanese friend, and they're speaking Japanese, right? So it's me, I'm on the end, it's DC, it's this Japanese chick and this Japanese friend. And these two are speaking Japanese together. The, the chick and her friend are speaking Japanese together. Yeah. And DC joins the conversation. Yeah. He just starts speaking Japanese. And I'm like, bro, stop fucking around before, <laughs> <laughs> before you get us beat up or some shit. Yeah. And he's like, he just keeps talking. Like, he ignores me, of course, because I don't speak Japanese, right? So I think he's bullshit. And the chicks, like, start engaging him in conversation. And so, like, I, like, walk around and stand, like, between the two chicks. I'm like, hey, is he really speaking Japanese to y'all? And they're like, yes. And he has a really good Japanese accent. So, like, you wouldn't be able to tell if he was from Japan or from America. Like, he doesn't have, yeah, he doesn't yeah. have, like, that the accent or whatever because you know like you can tell people from the south you can tell people from here and they're yeah. like yeah you can't you can't tell with him he like has a really good japanese he speaks japanese really well and i'm like that's bullshit are y'all following me did he tell y'all to say that in japanese yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're like english bitch <laughs> yeah they're like nah he like is really good at speaking japanese yeah i'm like that's crazy so like from pretty much at that point on I've respected DC so much because I I doubted him and I felt bad for doubting him. But this dude can teach himself anything, right? Yeah. Like what he does, I don't want to say what he does, but what he does, he's taught himself from like YouTube videos and reading how to do this shit. Yeah. And it's crazy to me how smart and how much he's able to retain information it's it's like un, it's wild it's like, wild it's just dude is like like he like if you were to write out his story you would say that he was like either going to be in like a rehab clinic or sitting next to a 7-eleven all right yep. <laughs> like hoping somebody gave him a fucking gatorade and a shitty sandwich from inside or something you know? <laughs> yeah <laughs> And now I want a hundred dollars less yeah. than what he makes. <laughs> and now they're like, yeah, I'll, I'll take a hundred k less than he makes annually. Like, exactly. I can I can definitely support my family and travel the world and have pretty much anything I want <laughs> with doing that. And it's like, it's funny because we were talking about. It, I was like, I, I was telling him, I was like, dude, it's like I admire you a lot. And I told him this. I was like, guys, I admire you so much, like in your drive and like where you're at because. Like, other than our group of friends, because that's about all he talks to also, right? It's our chat group. Mm -hmm. Like, everybody else, if you were like, yeah, you know, like, I talked to DC the other day, and they would be like, oh, how's that fucking loser doing? You exactly. Know? They don't right? know. All these people. It's like, know. yeah, he. Um, He's actually killing it, bro. Shut yeah. your ass up. <laughs> he's kind of doing all right 
you know, <laughs> like a, a lot better. <laughs> Think about how dirty the military did this guy. Yeah, He's yeah. out here fucking killing it. Killing it, man. Like, and I think that's that's one thing, like, I had him on and then you and I think it's really cool just to, like, our group of friends, like, legit no bullshit, not, you know, like, whatever, smoke up the ass, but, like, we have a really good group of people that we all kind of found each other at the right moment. So that's something I'm really grateful for um, is the group that we got because I'm pretty sure we'll end up riding it out till the grave forever. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just, it's too easy to like, as long as the iPhone's around, um, (laughs) as long as we have a way to, iPhones can't be in our chat. Yeah. As long as there's like a way to like keep, blue bubbles right or whatever yeah. the next technology is to where like if someone wants to leave it they can't because you can bring them back in yeah and we're just gonna add them back yeah because <laughs> then it's like no nope, we value you too much for you to be but enough to leave right like yeah nah it's, it's really cool and everybody is like actually doing things with their lives right and sometimes i'm like fuck i feel like i'm stagnant you know or whatever like that but yeah i'm learning shit myself and you know podcast stuff's fun to me so I have some other things I'm trying to do with a different outlet for podcasting but um yeah there one day but and then and then another thing about like DC is he's willing to share the knowledge like yeah for example I was in Virginia visiting my friend Kurt and Kurt's learning uh Linux he was learning Linux at the time and I went to visit Kurt and I was like, yo, I got this friend. He knows a lot about Linux. Mm-hmm. It was DC, of course. I'm like, he knows a lot about Linux. He can help, he can help you out because Kurt was in a class. And he's like, what? He can help me out. So I call DC like out the blue. Like it wasn't like planned call. I yeah. called him like, hey, I got a friend here who's learning Linux. I thought you maybe you can help him. He's like, oh yeah. Um hit me up on Google Teams. Cause like Google Teams, you can share your screen and shit, right? Yeah. He's like, like at that moment, like I had called him randomly and DC's like, hit me up on Google Teams and I'll show you guys how to do shit. Yeah. That's like calling somebody randomly and them saying, I'll get on Google Teams right now to help you guys that's crazy to me like that shit doesn't happen with a every now and then friend right yeah that happens with like really good friends so and like the person i'm me dc it's me dc and kurt in that group chat because all of me me and kurt are trying to learn what dc does yeah and to be able like after the conversation we had the other day I hit DC up like, hey, this, Kurt wants to be in a group chat with you. Is it okay if I add you? And DC's like, hell yeah, add me to that group. I'll give y'all all the information you want. And that's what I fucking love about DC because as much knowledge as he has, he's willing to share it. And he might tell you it is your job, which is yeah, actually yeah. what he told us. Yeah. He's like, it's your job to go out and research this shit. Yeah. He's like, I'll tell you where to look but I'm not giving you the exact answer because everybody learns differently, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, look here, but take from that what you need. Yeah. And I love that about DC. Uh, beat that out 
from the podcast though because i don't want him to know that i love that about him <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll figure that part out <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i think it's cool like i guess i just say it over and over like i got a good group of friends everybody wants to do really well and has like dreams and aspirations and is on a path an upward trajectory in life so it's always something that kind of uplifts you and like oh they're doing this they're doing this like i want to do this you know and like you know that ain't nobody in the group going to do something that's going to stop you from doing that right like put me in a bad position or you in a bad well they might they might tell you like this is a better direction to go yeah or something like that but they'll never say like don't do it you know what i mean everybody's pretty supportive and regardless of what you got going on in life but a lot of it when you Hey, yo, it's your decisions, right? <laughs> like yeah. The things you got to yeah. do. And if you want this, do this. If you want this, you should be doing these things. Like, you know, like, yep. you know, like we always clown on Ricky a little bit, you know. Fuck you, like, Ricky. Ricky's going to school full time, too. He's got his own yeah. pad and everything, right? Like people wouldn't think Ricky's doing He has a nice things. house, too. Yeah, his, nice, his, nice, his house is so nice. And he was flexing yeah. on us with showing his couch. Yeah, really, he was <laughs> like, he wouldn't show us his face, but he was showing us his fucking yeah, house. Yeah, he was showing us his whole nice. house, right? And it's like, yo, this guy's going to school. You know, he's doing his thing or whatever like that, you know? And then he'll get in the chat sometimes and be like, yo, how do I learn how to do that? And it's like, God damn it, Ricky. Like, <laughs> you do it. Like, teach me how you teach yourself. Like, you know, or whatever like that. Like, if you want to do it, you'll figure out how to do it, you know? Yeah. Hold each other accountable and stuff, so. All right. Well, this has been fun. It is uh, 1.40 in the morning. I remember. No, it's only 11.40 for me, so I don't know what I remember at the beginning about. of this, I was like, yeah, we'll try to keep it at like an hour or something like that. And that's exactly <laughs> what I saw DC. I was like, yo, 30 minutes to an hour or whatever like that. And then four hours later, we're still chilling here. But I think ours is yeah. like three something, three and a half or something like that. Three something, yeah. yeah. I think it's we started at 8.15. Yeah, it's all good. This is fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I really enjoy doing this shit. Like, I could just sit here and talk all day, you know, or whatever like that. So it's mad fun. But cool, man. Uh, thanks for coming on. It's been a pleasure. It's been real fun. I enjoyed it. So for definitely for Anthony Cotton, AJ, I don't know. Some of his darker friends call him Yellow Boy. Um, Yellow Boy. The guy who gave me my black card. Uh, <laughs> the I still only black guy in my fucking the only white guy oh, yeah. i know That's i know it's I mean. hard to <laughs> understand that my skin is lighter and you want to say that i'm the only, only black guy but the only other <laughs> other skin other skinned it in my fucking wedding party <laughs> no not my wedding party i guess in in my groomsman because my my other party was like it like, was like, all was like crazy yeah, like my was. side was like black and Nate. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, it was so funny too. Sorry, like I know we're trying to end, but all the bridesmaids were so intimidated. Yeah, <laughs> so they like, black. yeah, black. and like it wasn't regular black dudes. It was like some fucking big ass bearded black, dude. big ass bearded, dark as fuck, like. <laughs> yeah dark dark black too right and it's like yeah. and it, everybody had that face like man none of us fucking fit in here like you know whatever <laughs> like you know, aj getting yeah. married in this bougie ass place like, yeah, it was like, hot as fuck too there's no fucking barbecue like i was like damn that's like the first wedding like i bet you like because growing up like you'd have weddings and people just would party like 
at a house or something, right? But yeah. it's always like so with barbecue. So I was like, fuck, <laughs> man, we ain't got no barbecue in this place. I'm like, damn it. But it was hot. I've only been to I like just be hot as fuck. So but, by the way, it was in Phoenix, Arizona podcast world. Phoenix, Phoenix. it was hot in, in it was September. Like September, yeah. Hot as fuck. Yep. Drove out there too for it. So yeah, from San Francisco. But it was a good time. I'm glad so, you guys made it. Yeah. All right. For AJ, I'm Nate. And this has been the Taco Court Fantasy Football League Podcast. Yeah, good time. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for coming on, man. Now come on anytime. If I'm one of the favorites, make sure you have me back. Let's uh we'll get you on with someone else too. So we'll do a three or four way. I like that sound of that. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. So all spit and don't loop. Quit ducking me in 2K. You don't want to see me. Quit ducking me in 2k you don't want to see me quit ducking me in 2k you want these kids you know quit ducking me in 2k beat me one time and you live off of that stop on the recording now quit ducking me in 2k